Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. We've got a spooky session for us today. One of our players left last session being pulled under the water by some sort of monster. Another was entangled along the wall of the ship. One was frivolously throwing lassos into the air, and a third was punching seaweed. But before we get back to our battle, let's uh, see if anyone's got any pirate facts for us or has anything that they need to say or announce. No. No. Okay. No pirate facts. Nothing to announce. Wait, hang on. Um, I mean, it's kind of lame. It's, it's got to be worth a few percentage points, all right? Um, so you might ask yourself, did successful pirates ever manage to retire? Mm. And uh, it was rare, right? It was rare because it's obviously a dangerous line of business. As we're finding out, you know, there's all manners of danger that could befell a pirate. But... uh. Some pirates did manage to retire, getting to a you know an age where they'd made enough money and they could you know head back home with their family and their newfound wealth. Others, mm -hmm. more commonly, retired in inverted commas by switching sides, so no longer being a pirate, and would go and work for some of the colonial governments of the time. And um, many even became pirate hunters because they'd be trusted in the uh, parts of the world, like you know the free ports where the pirates would be. People wouldn't necessarily know that they turned. And they'd go and like work for the British government and try and hunt down some of the pirates that maybe they used to do business with in the past. And uh, one such pirate by the name of Woods Rogers was eventually promoted to the governor of the Bahamas, would you believe, at the behest of, you know, Her Majesty herself. Wow. I feel like you're learning this pirate fact as you're telling it to us. 1%. Okay. Do you know what? The, the, real, the real thing is that... That was a very uninspired sentence that I was reading from. I did a lot of re reading between the lines on the fly there, making that sound a little bit more interesting than it was. Mm -hmm. That's where the real skill is. Mm -hmm. It is, actually, because it didn't sound yeah. dull or boring. It sounded well no, thought out. Yeah. So Thank good you. job. Yeah. That natural charisma carrying you through to the end. There you go, go ahead and take yourself um, three and a half percentage. Maybe <laughs> not full five, but like, you know. I'll say, let's say four, Neil. That way you're still why making you, a point that you know. Why, why don't you, you roll a, a D2 plus okay. two? D2 plus two. What D2 about plus two. D10 minus five? No. Okay. Well, yeah, fuck it. D10 minus, D10 five. minus five. Wait, hold D10 on. Minus, D10 minus five Ooh. is worse by far. Roll yeah, it. well, it averages to two and a half. That's still about the same. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, lose two percent of your experience. <laughs> okay. No, you don't have to lose anything. It's just <laughs> okay. Not zero. Right. No, no. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um. <clears throat> right. So we left off in the middle of combat. I believe we had just gotten to the beginning of a new round, but I yeah. don't think anyone's rolled for mm. initiative yet on this new round. So let's do it. Wait. Can we just take in the situation a little bit? So Nilram is fully entangled and under the water. Yes. Does the beast remain above the sea level at all? There is kelp in that patch above the sea level, yes. Does this stuff look like just a big wall of kelp, or is there like a face? There is no face. It is just sort of like kelpy vines growing over the sides of things and seaweed like crawling and reaching and grabbing and pulling and grabbing people. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hmm. How far like is Norm down? 
Uh, you've just been splashed right under the surface right now. You're not like hundreds of feet below, but you've just been like grabbed and pulled. And in your area, you can feel that there's a lot of, you know, there's a mass of vegetation here. Kelp grows in huge patches and long columns. So you're kind of like in and amongst the seaweed as it begins to drag you further into the depths and to your Hear death. me out. In my uh, previous session, or in my, I guess, backstory, uh, mm. you let Nilrim wild magic create a bubble of air is there yes. any chance that nilrim can do some crazy shit like that again that would be kind of what he's going for i think but i wouldn't know what to roll right so something like that is clearly <laughs> outside of nilrim's uh, realm of understanding so yeah. i can't explain how such a thing would work to you because then you would understand it so mm -hmm. if you want to like panic I'm and start casting random yeah. shit yeah I will obfuscate the mechanics enough that sure. you're going to have to guess at what's really going on. But, mm -hmm. you know, you can always try crazy shit. Yeah, crazy that's what Nilroll may be rolling for, is he remembers the last time he was pulled underwater and was about to die. He tried some wild magic shit, and it worked out then. So he's going to try to do the same thing. Um, you can just tell me what to roll and tell him to pull I will. That shit. Yeah, okay. Just in, in terms of... I'm not... Don't take this to heart. Moon, okay. It's just a reasonable question to be asking at this point. Right, yeah. Where does Nilrim keep his spellbook? Is it in a backpack? Um, so, question when he's robe? casting spells, do you need your spellbook on you? I no. actually no. don't know about a wizard. You don't need it on uh, you. Um, I don't think so. I don't think he would just keep it on him when he's like fucking around in the ship because people fall off. It's chaotic. It's probably in a back in like his backpack in the cellar area. Mm -hmm. um, where we are going to be storing, I think, the drums of war. That's mm -hmm. probably where it sits. Okay. That would be my guess. All right. So you keep it in a bag, tucked away in a safe place, so it won't get washed yeah. overboard. When we're sailing, but when mm -hmm. we're, like, leaving, um, he's going to keep it in the bag with him. Think okay. of, like, a, a man purse, you know? Yeah. Okay, I'm merse. rolling initiative. A fanny pack. Yeah. I, um, oh, I ha go ahead. No, you go ahead, sir. Uh, I had one quick question. Like, do these moss creatures, do they have a shape or are they just kind of like blobby kind of seaweed monster type thing? It's like blobby seaweedy monster sorts of things. You can't even tell, like, there's lots of kelp around and it's hard to tell if it's all a creature with only one part of it moving or if the creature's just this part and that's just like regular kelp over there. Um, identifying the things gotcha. is a little bit difficult. Gotcha. Um... Okay. So Archie at this point is like, he's mostly panicking because Nilrim fell overboard. Um, fuck. I'm not really sure what he wants to do though. What initiative do you want me to roll, Koi? Though three. Um, Yeah, so what do I roll if Archie wants to dive after him? Three. Three? Is there is, is that factored in that I have to untie myself from the mass first? Ooh. Uh, let's delay it to five. Okay. Is there really D10 plus five? Or... Yes. Yeah. Got it. Oof. Yikes. Big numbers. That's good. I, did you add the plus four, by the way, Koibu, from Hesitation? Oh, I did not. You cast Hesitation. I had forgotten oh. about Hesitation. 
big I think it's brain. Th two or three more rounds. I can't remember. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So did that that affected both monsters? Yeah. I I think so. I, okay. It's up to like two to eight hit dice of monsters or something. I think. Oh, so. it's based on hit dice. We check. Two to eight. Two to eight hit die. All levels creatures. Although only one creature of four more four or more hit die can be affected. Okay, so it has affected the one next to you and the one next to you alone. Um, and it okay, hesitates by four. Four. Okay. I, I I'm in a situation I don't fully understand. Like Sail is grabbed by the monster. Are his arms free? Uh, yes. Mean... Oh sorry. Um, so I think it's grabbed you, like it has it tried to grab all of you. You managed to break free of most of it and then it like pulled you against the ship. So what I'm imagining is like these kelpy vines wrapping around your waist and sort of like entangling in the um, the railing on the side of the ship, and like going through the ship. So you're like, your torso is pinned, but your arms are free and your legs are free, but you're like, you know, almost like you're tied to the, the side of the ship. Right. Um, yeah, like I, I'm pinned against it and it's trying to pull me through, but I'm just kind of braced just enough to not get pulled over. Yes, yes. So you Perfect. can more or less act normally, you just can't move. Gotcha. And I could also try to break free. Absolutely. If you want to do an opposed strength check to break free, can do. And can I can I reach like the main body of the kelp with my arm, like to to like try to attack it? <clears throat> you can reach what is tying you to the ship, and you could reach over a little bit. I think the the question remains right now: what is the main body? Hmm. Uh. I am just going to try to break free. So Excellent. I'll roll it free, I guess. I assume that's a that's a three? Yes it is. Perfectly. Perfectly. Alright. So let us start. Nilrum, did you roll initiative already? Are you first? I rolled a six, yeah. Three plus okay. three. So you find yourself being pulled beneath the waters. You can blink open your eyes and see that there's these like long columns of kelp rising up from the depths and this big like mass all around you. And the kelp that has grabbed onto you is just like starting to tug you down. And you are desperately trying to create an air bubble. Yeah, he's going to try to create the same air bubble that he made before um, around his head. Mm-hmm. Right. Take a look at your character sheet right now. Mm. All right, I want you to make me... We might make a series of rolls here. First okay. roll to make that you need to succeed on is a spellcraft <clears throat> check. 26. Past, not a problem. Okay. Mm 
the next thing I need you to do is pass me a con check. Okay, con is good. 22. And the third thing I need you to do is pass me an in check. 36. The probability was so not high. Wasn't it high to pass all three of those? Um, 16, 15, maybe. and 18 oh, plus? You're just too good. You're just too, too good. good. Someone He's got the over. stats. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, I need you to roll me a D100. <laughs> okay. Going high or low? I don't even know. Eh, 65. <clears throat> that Fuck, is 63 fireball, Nick? I don't know. Oh, there's a wild magic table. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, I have no idea, yeah. I don't remember. It's probably not using that. Imagine you just blow the whole bait up and kill us all. Based. Um, around you, Nilrum, little bubbles begin to percolate out of the kelp. You know, kelp is... The reason it floats is because it creates air bubbles within its pods and within its columns, which are actually mm. quite hollow. And so you begin to see, like, the air filter out of the the kelp all around you and begin to form a bubble around you. Uh, However, as you pull the air out of the kelp around you, it loses its levity and begins to sink a little bit heavier. So you can breathe. You have air, but you are beginning to sink a little bit faster. That's fine. Captain John Winters. All right. I'm failing to uh, lasso this fucking ship for the second time turn over my shoulder and see what's happening to Nilrum. I drop the rope and I'm going to like do a running dive off the edge of the ship and try and grab him. Alright. So like run like to here and then I'm just going to like leap. Hopefully keeping my legs in the boat because I'm kind of hoping when Archie wakes up he can grab my legs and pull us in. Um, Uh, You're not going to be able to keep your legs in the boat and go underwater at the same time. These are mutually exclusive behaviors. I mean, the ship's only like, like what, four or five feet off the water? Yeah, but to keep your legs in your boat, you would have to basically bend at the waist over it, and then your head would only go as far as your toes, essentially. So if you want your head to be below the water, your waist is going to have to be, like, up and over the edge. Yeah, no, I know my waist will be, but, like, the edges of my feet might still be sticking over you the, wanna, like, the boat for Archie to grab. You want, like, keep your toes on the, the very column or ridge? Yeah, like, yeah, that's probably the most I can do. I don't, I what if Nilrum is below the, out of reach, though? Would you then go deeper to get to him? Or are you, like, going to stay on the surface even if he's out of reach? I think I'd make a split-second decision as I look below the water and see what I see. I guess. I don't know You I'd see say. him looking up at you being pulled down by a monster. Feet and arms flailing in your direction as but... water percolates around him. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, fuck it. I go in after him if I have to. I try and keep my toes in. I'm going to get my dagger and start trying to cut away some of the kelp once I get under there. All right. You throw yourself into the water. Um, I don't even think you need a swimming check because he's right where you are. You can see him pretty easily. You're used to the the water parallax problem. So you toss yourself in and... What, you want to make an attack against the kelp or you want to make a grab for Nilrum? What do you want? Well, I'd like to get a hand on Nilrim. So I'm holding him. If someone were to grab me and pull me out, I want him I want him to come with me. 
I but need... if I've got a free if, I, if I've got a free hand, I will start trying to like cut away some of the kelp that's grasping him. Um, so first thing you want to do is get a hold on him. So give me an attack yeah. roll against AC 10 just to grab at him as he's being pulled and you're diving in and it's a complicated situation. The higher your attack roll, the easier it is to grab hold of him. High ground, right? Uh, no, because you're in water. It's high ground is not going to help here. Unbelievable. You're not trying well, to get absolutely. past his defenses. He really good. 21. Yeah, easy peasy. You can grab hold of Nilrum's hand as he gets pulled below. That's with one okay. of your hands, probably with your yeah. left, because you're wielding a dagger with your right. Mm -hmm. Now you want to cut well, the I'm kelp. I'm on my dexterous, actually. Oh, yeah. okay. Whatever you want, then. Yeah. Um. So now that you've grabbed him, you want to cut the kelp away from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Give me a second attack roll. For, you know, regular dual-wielding penalties. Target, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for regular dual-wielding shenanigans. Uh, yeah, well, I don't have any of that. Um, why have I got a minus one from encumbrance? You have a lot of weight on you. I Are you a I'm hefty boy? Was that for oh, because all, all this is on me and not my bar card, that's why. Mm. Well, I don't have 16 healing souls, like, on my person, though. Mm. They're in my backpack. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to turn them off for now. Okay, there yeah. we go. Now I'm back to base encumbrance, alright. Cool. Um, 20. Ooh. That is a hit. Wait, Wait there that should be minus be 4 on top of that. Oh, right. There should be minus 6 to it then. It should be a 14. Okay. You will still cut through some of the... You'll still cut through some of the kelp surrounding Nilrum. Um, roll me damage. 1d4. Nice. Two. And the strand of kelp you are cutting has more HP than that. So you slash at some of the kelp, uh, break some of the strands, but do not get to free him on your turn. Sail. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to disentangle myself from mm -hmm. the kelp basically plant my feet against the boat and like just kick away from it as hard as possible so Excellent. I you want a strength check <laughs> I do want a strength check yes absolutely no problem holy shit I still have to roll for the monster but it did not roll a 20 something so yeah you rip yourself free from the kelp just bursting the vines all over you and you are <laughs> free to move wherever you want uh, I think I'm going to take take a moment to like take stock of the situation. I see, mm -hmm. presumably, I see Archie like moving to do something, and I see probably like the feet of Captain Winters enter the water. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm like not really sure how I help the situation, so probably hesitate a little bit. And how ironic! Um, exactly. <laughs> seeing seeing my buddies getting ready to get into the water, I'm like, all right, I'm in for a penny, in for a pound. So I will nice. uh, probably pick up some rope if I can find some on the way past the mast. Like, I don't even care how long it is. It's just so I can maybe pull myself back up onto the boat. I like try to wrap it around the mast mm -hmm. and make it over to my friends. All right. So Burst from the creature, grab the rope, 
quickly toss around the mast. You've got um, seamanship, right? So you're used to throwing rope very quickly and attaching it very quickly in these dangerous situations. Uh, I don't even think you need a check for this. This is just so innately ingrained into you, but you can make a check if you want. You got a 17 in your seamanship. Sure, let's try it. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Oh, what's the worst? Yeah. Oh, you, you are a professional nice. sailor. So quickly, the rope goes around the mast. Quickly, the rope goes around your waist. And that'll be the end of your turn. Archie, you have done the exact opposite thing. You've just untangled yourself from the mast. Yes. Now, here's an um, important question. Oh, sorry, Did to, you... to clarify, yeah. I, I have the rope over my shoulder. It's not around my waist. Got it, got it. So you, you tied a rope to, your, to the mast and then over your shoulder. Archie, have you untied yourself from the mast or have you untied the mast from you? That is, is the rope still connected to you or is it still connected to the mast? Could I, would it take my entire turn to tie it, uh, to tie it around, like to keep it tied around me would take a longer rope so that I'm still tied, but I can die. So yes, you'd have to untie it and yeah, then retie then it, it essentially. That would probably yeah. take the majority of your turn as the ship rocks back and forth and everything moves. Yeah. Yeah, we have no time for that shit. All right, we're untying, we're diving in. Okay, so you've got so no rope untying, on you. I'm... Yes. Got it. And you're gonna throw yourself in the water as well. All right. Um, do I do I see anything that's not just kelp or Nilrim or John? Ooh, great question. Give me a perception check. Absolutely. So close. You don't see a thing, but you do see a clue. You see that there are these bubbles kind of coming up from the the sea below you. Sort of like, you know, bubbles in a bottle of champagne or sparkling water where they just kind of like come Mm -hmm. from the base. You can't see what it is or where these bubbles are coming from, but you can see that there is some source of air down below. In, In my long times out on the sea, have I ever seen anything like this before? You know, there have been a couple of areas near, like, volcanic eruptions where the sea floor bubbles a little bit. Um, and you've heard tales of, like, mermaids who will create bubbles or whales might sometimes create bubbles, dolphins. They're pretty, you know, either exceptional, exceptionally rare things or associated with some sort of living creature, usually like a, an air-breathing creature. Okay. I want to try to unentangle Norman. Excellent. Uh, go ahead and you can dive him down. Is this like, um, how would you like to want to untangle him? Like, I'm, I'm imagining the kelp is just like wrapped around him. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to just like rip apart just the rip kelp. It? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm using my strength here. All right. So I will need you to do the same thing as Captain Winners. I'm going to need you to make me an attack roll against AC 10 to just like get in a position to grab the kelp as everything is moving and you're trying to swim. Like so. Easy peasy. Yep. Uh, so you get to the kelp and make me a strength check. Easy. You okay. shred the remaining kelp around Nilrum. Between you and John Winters, the bi- kelp binding him has broken free. And nice. he is in a little air bubble that's like gathering around his head. Probably not big enough for all three of you to use yet. Um, next round, we're going to have to talk about breath-holding mechanics because the amount of time you can hold your breath underwater is limited, especially when you are being active. 
Up next is the monster. The one near the three members underwater. It already knows what it's doing. It reaches out once more to grab hold of Nilrum and drag him to the depths as you guys desperately try to unbind him. Um... Dodge. Dodge incoming. Wait, Let's I have a go. question. He ha- Monsters even have to declare their actions before. So is this still chill? Yeah, yeah because its action was drag Nilrum down to, bring to the depths. Down. Right, so yeah. if the situation changes, it's still in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it rolls a literal natural one and cannot grasp you in any way, shape, or form. Amazing. And you are free for now. On the other side of the ship, however, this creature, ha- this thing has changed its intent. It is no longer going after Sail, who it cannot grab. Instead, it begins to grab the side of your ship and try to, like, rock it or break it apart. This motherfucker. And Uh, it will roll. I can't do math. Good job we've got a carpenter. We're going to be fine. It's not our ship. Grab the side (laughs) of your ship and begin to split the boards on it, breaking, not like below the waterline, but above the waterline, breaking out the planks and breaking out a section that maybe like two feet high and you know, maybe at this point it's only like six inches wide or something. What is this, like a foot? A foot wide. Um, as the boards split outward away from the boat. And initiative. Uh, so this probably isn't as intended, so I'm gonna let you go with whatever your ruling is here. I can breathe, right? Yeah. Which means I can cast. Mm-hmm. It's oh, not the breathing, it's the missile? being in air, right? Because if, yeah. if you even if you can breathe water, you still can't cast mm-hmm. spells because you need to be able to speak. So magic missile, you can cast. Verbal somatic, cool. Uh, yeah, verbal somatic. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah. Got him. Um. Sorry, I'm still not super. I don't think I super understand the initiative stuff yet. If I just want to dive up and try to get everyone back on the ship, what do I? What do I do? Three, three, just three. for movement is, it, is just... three. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. If in doubt, it's usually three. Yeah. Okay. If you were a large creature, it would be six. If you were a huge creature, it would be nine. But you're a medium creature, so three is your default. And how, how do I roll it in the way that Nick just rolled it so it automatically puts me in the initiative order? You've got to click on your token, and then in the top left of roll 20, there's like a little bar that says initiative, and I've got some extra buttons that say initiative 3, initiative 5. Ah, uh, I see it. Okay, thank you. But you've got to mm-hmm. click on the token first to see it, yeah. Yeah, got it. W- w- where do you see that? Sorry? In the top oh, left right. on roll 20, yeah. Cheers, thank you. That makes it so much easier. I'm going to be trying to help pull Archie and the group up by their rope. Excellent. Uh, so same for you. Three for initiative, which it looks like is exactly what you rolled. And away we go, Nilrum, underwater, freed from the creature. Have a good breath of air. Yep. Nilrum's going to be casting a magic missile at the body of the creature. So mm-hmm. I believe that is 2d4 plus 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine damage. Yes, um, and this might give you a little bit of a clue because you can sort of see the mass of the creature or you can see like all this stuff and you target at it and the missiles sort of stream together and head sort of downwards into a, a chunk of help below you for nine points of damage. 
Mm, can we all roll perception checks to have seen this? Yeah, no one will try and point it out because he's a ah. fucking genius. But... I will give you guys perception checks at disadvantage because it's a complicated situation. Nice. All right, you do figured I... it out. Do I get a chance of this? I no, no, because you're the you're up on the yeah, deck. In the water, I think. Yeah, yeah. Archie, give me two perception checks. We'll take the lower of the two. two. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, not good enough. So you've managed to free Nilrum, but you are you must have been facing upward when he cast downward, so you have no idea what's going on with these missiles. Captain Winters, um, you dove into the water last round, so what is your constitution score? 15. The time you can hold your breath is your con divided by three, rounded up, and if you're active, divided by two again, rounded up. So 15 divided by so three is three five. Rounds. Uh, divided by two is two and a half, would be three rounds total. Um, and last round was round one. So you have two rounds left before you well, no, absolutely I'm, need I, air. I got, a, I got a good breath of air last round. Yeah, that's what leaves it at. So it should be, this should be the first round I'm holding my breath. But last round you were underwater. I mean, I guess. Okay. I, I, I just feel like, you know, I, I did breathe that round, but I, I see. Yeah, yeah, but that's, a, that's when you get the, the air. Yeah. Um, to be so fair, I, you I see d- a bubble forming around me. I'm pretty sure. I think he said that he'd let you come over and get a breath of air, but yeah. Yeah, well, for now, I'm all right. I'm holding my breath. The, where the magic missiles went below the water, mm-hmm. it wasn't that far below me. There are things obfuscating your view. It's hard to tell where they impacted, but it is further down into the depths. Fuck it. I mean, I put my dagger in my teeth. I swim down. Uh, when I get down to it, if I can see, I want to grab hold of the kelp and um, stab it with my dagger. And then if I can hold it with my other hand and pull my other dagger out with my other hand and get a second attack in. But I'd have to separate the attack so that I was always holding the cult with one, I think, to stay to stay down, otherwise I'll, I'll float back up, right? I don't understand how you get the second attack, just by switching the dagger from one hand to the other? Sort of, yeah, I guess. You that would need two sense. weapons to dual wield. You can't I switch have, the I weapon. Do, no, I do have two weapons. What do you mean? Do you mean I'd have to be able to use both hands at once? Yeah, dual wielding isn't just I change the weapon from one hand to the other and then make an attack with my offhand. It's, I'm fighting with two weapons, so I get two attacks. And if you're going to be grabbing the kelp, that would be your offhand attack anyway. All right, well, show me, tell me what I see when I get close to this place. You see a little bit of glowing red, and you see what appears to be some sort of barnacle or some sort of muscle or some sort of like... um, like shellfish type protrusions that almost look like teeth near the base of maybe eight kelp strands that all come down to one central spot. While looking around you, you can see like all the other kelp columns come down to like an anchor on the ground at one spot here, one spot there. These ones are anchoring well above the sea floor, and it's like eight of them coming together into this one area that has these like chomping, gnashing, shellfishy style teeth? And they are chomp, so they're opening and closing. They're not, like, sh- shut closed. Yeah, so they're sort of, like, waving. Yeah, two minutes. All right, I try and, like, stab into one of them as it, as it like, sort of breathes or whatever. I'm going right. to get my dagger into, into the you middle of it. You kick, you swim down, make me an attack roll. 
High ground? No. In the water, high ground's not going to make a difference. Um, am I taking a minus four, though? Um, you are making a stabbing attack. There are no penalties for stabbing while underwater. Only for right. slashing or, um, and bludgeoning is impossible. No, the creature is too difficult to get to. You find yourself struggling to like hold position around it, and then the opening and closing is difficult to get your dagger in there, and you wrestle with the monster, but do not attack. You did want to have an offhand to grab onto it, to hold in place. Well, I felt like I needed to grab onto it to, so as not yeah. to float back up to the surface. I think that's um... absolutely true. So give me an offhand attack against AC 10 just to grab onto something to hold yourself steady. Um, wait, hang on, sorry. Could I swim back down here in one round or not? You can swim down in a round, but it probably takes a full round to swim up. So if you wanted to, like, swim up and then get a breath of air and come back down, it would be, like, a round up and then a round down and stab and then a round up and then a round down and stab. So you'd be losing. What if I just like? What if I don't hold on to the thing? Why not just start floating up? You will. You will start to float up. Yeah. All right. I don't do. It. I just. I float up then. Okay. Stale is AFK. We'll be right back to him. Archie, you've got Nilrum um, freed. I've got Nilrum freed. So, um, we're both still in the water, right? Nilrum mm-hmm. just casted a spell and he's got his air bubble going. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain just dove down. I think I'm trying to get me and Nilrum out of here. Great. I feel like we're, we'll be safer on the boat for sure. Yeah. Um. So, Nilrum's free. So if he wanted to swim up, he could probably do it himself. But I, I might as well help him out and pull him up, right? Sure. You can easily put an arm around his waist and yoink yep. the wizard to the surface. No checks needed. Both of you breach the surface and have access to air. You can see Sail on the side of the ship with a, yeah. a coil of rope over his shoulder, just about to take his action. All right. Um, and I guess we'll, since I see that, that's going to be what I want to wait for. Yeah. Did you want to climb up onto the ship or are you going to stay in the water until Sail does something? I guess we. I guess I might as well uh, climb up. The rope's only going to help with that, right? Might as well do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can easily pull yourself back up onto the deck in this round. Sail, okay, cool. it is your turn. Um, I guess we kind of went out of order there, though, because I was. We did. That. Yeah. I just want to say, my original action was to use destroy water to make like a pool of water, so I could dive down deeper to help them. Then I was like, Nah, I'll just pull the rope to help. And now, like. <clears throat> That's not really super useful. So I guess I'll stick with my original intent, which was to pull the rope to help uh, and just assist. And uh, So you are... Wait, explain to me. You're throwing the water uh, in or you're jumping in with the rope or... Uh, I am pulling on Archie's rope to help him climb up. Was my he intent. is detached. He has no rope. Oh, he completely detached. Oh, yeah. well, then my initiative is stupid and I <laughs> misinterpreted the situation ah. entirely. Uh, um, well you can decide whatever you want now you look over you see Archie swimming to the surface it looks like he's got Nillerm in his uh, arm Captain Winters is nowhere to be seen he's like gone to the depths of the water the creature behind you because you're probably facing the other way right now is starting to break apart your ship the one in front of you its vines are still sort of crawling over the deck as well 
it's a complicated, messy situation. Is the captain deep enough for me to not be able to see him? Mm -hmm. Like, at all? Yeah, he's totally um, gone. Uh, if I see Nilrum and Archie coming back up, then I'm going in after the captain. Excellent. Um, throw yourself in the water. I would like you to make me... I'd like you to make me a perception check as you dive beneath the waves looking for the captain. Sure. Uh, my perception is terrible. Oh my god, it's a confusing mess down here. There's kelp in the way, there's bubbles everywhere. Up and down quickly becomes confusion. The rope over your shoulder gets a little bit caught and you're trying to like, uh, you know, untangle it or unwind it well enough to keep swimming. And you find yourself under the water, thrashing about, unable to see the captain anywhere. When you realize you can't find him and you're like many feet below the surface, is your action to keep going deeper? Is it to breach the surface? When you when you can't find him, what do you do? Do I see the kelp at all? Like Yeah, it's everywhere. Hmm. I don't like discern like anything. Man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna just climb back to the surface and yell out to Nilrum and Archie then. Okay. So you also go down and then breach back to the surface. Archie is on the deck. You and Nilrum are just at the deck or you know, on the in the water like next to the ship, able to cling on to the side of it if you want, as Archie is the only one on the deck. Um, the uh, monster, oh yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, where's the captain? It's like what I say when I come up. Mm. I shrug. <laughs> Any other words or actions? Oh wait, yeah, I think I, I would have seen this, right? I would have seen him go yeah. for like the, okay, yeah, then I would tell, I would just say, I. If I'm above the water, which I'm probably not, I'm just going to point, like, point to no, the No, Archie bubbles. pulled you all the way to the surface. You, you've oh, I pulled him all the way up? Okay. You're good. Uh, yeah, he's down there. He's going for the bubbles that uh, I think you told us about. Oh. That must be where this thing is coming from. And uh, I'll, like, None. be ready to go back down next turn. Mm -hmm. All right. You get yourself a good breath of air, turn yourself around, get ready to kick off and swim to the bottom. The creature over here will continue to rend your ship uh, with uh, another successful hit for another small amount of damage. We'll get into ship HP and life um, later, but it is starting to break apart the side of your ship. That like two foot high gap is now not foot wide, but it's now like three feet wide. Like it's broken off a huge section. Your ship will struggle, uh, it will be slower, and you will need to be bailing it out because it will slowly take on water as waves crash in through that hole a little bit. But it's not sunk yet. Uh, the other creature that had been trying to drag Nilrum down changes its action. The kelpy viney bits begin to retreat from the surface. Captain Winters, you feel the kelp close in from your sides and try to grab you from above and push you down towards those chomping mollusk jaws. That's uh, where I was going anyway. With a 23 to hit, it will indeed grab onto your body. And you can make me... I don't even think you can make me a strength check against this thing because you're floating in water. Maybe you could make me like... A dex check? Um, to slide out, you know? You see it? Wait, sure, I was watching it yeah, last yeah. night. Okay. No, Have no. you seen the the BBC Earth documentary with the iguana that gets born? 
Yeah. And then it's got to like fucking run from all the snakes. Yeah. And there's that bit where it gets in circle, but it just manages to slip out. Yeah. Just you like are, that. You are not in your natural environment, so mm. you can give me a dex check at disadvantage, or you can give me a swimming check, and if it passes, you make a regular dex check, and if it fails, you make me a dex check at disadvantage. No. I oh, know. I'll make a. I'll make a dex check with disadvantage. Yeah, so yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Easy. That is really fucking good, dude. Yeah, Jesus. you gotta let me get away now. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the strength to grab onto. <laughs> you can slip out from the sides of the creature as it tries mm-hmm. to. I mean, it gets a, like it gets a hold on top of you, and you can just pull yourself out in time. Sure. And that is that. Uh, we should give your ship an HP bar later. Next round initiative. This one rolls with a penalty. Ooh. Uh, I'm smacking it with another magic missile. Okay. Before I take my action, can I see that John's in trouble down there? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, uh, I've reached, so I'm probably going to yell to Archie if he can. Archie, I'll deal with this one. You have to go beat the other one. It's fucking our ship up. Yep, 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 yep. Nine. Actually, I'm not going to magic missile this turn. I'm going to enlarge him since he's going to go do that. So. Ah, okay. Same initiative roll, though. Yep, 40%. Great. Sale, have you decided upon your action? I have. I'm taking the biggest cup of air I can, and I'm going down to see if I can pull the captain up. Ooh, yeah. Well, you start us off. You get a good gulp of air. And now that you've got a good direction to go with this... Why don't you... I don't even think you need to make a perception check because you have a good idea of where he is and you've surveyed the area. Um, You can swim down following Nilrum's instructions and you can see this massive kelp beginning to push it and submerge itself with Captain Winters like popping out the other side of it. You see him there. He's swimming. He's held his breath for two rounds. This is his last round before he has to make con checks or die. Yep, I'm gonna swim towards him as fast as I can, and I'm like, as I'm going, I'm like unspooling rope to like potentially mm-hmm. tie around him. You can reach him this round. You got you got a good breath of air and a good kick off the bottom of the ship. Yeah, I'm gonna like wrap uh, one arm around him, or mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna like like get him to grab me and start mm-hmm. pulling on the rope to pull us back to the surface. All okay. Right. You bind yourself and Captain Winters, and you begin to tug you guys to the surface using the rope as aid. Uh, We will get back to that story when Captain Winters' turn comes around. Nilrum. I enlarge Archie. He's 40% bigger. The whole ship rocks as Archie walks across it side to side. (laughs) (laughs) monster goes this one over here it wait will... before the monster drags me down did i did sail drag me above the surface so i get a breath he is grabbed you and he is beginning to pull you to the surface and you have something to hold on to so if you get dragged down you can at least like oppose with a strength okay. check or something but you haven't gotten to the surface yet um this creature will make a grab for you its little tendrils reach up and try to wrap around your ankles with an 18 plus 7 is a, a 25. Uh, so it does easily wrap onto your booted feet, Captain Winters. Um, and this is where you just get wrecked, but Sail has brought you a rope. 
you have something to anchor yourself against. So make me an opposed strength check. In fact, Sale's got an arm around you. You can make me an opposed strength check um, with a higher roll because you got Sale to help you. Sale, what's your strength? 15. And um, Captain Winters, what's your strength? Nine. So 90 plus 170 (laughs) is 260. You can make me a strength check as if you had 18 strength because you have sail and a rope. Saving the day. He's really helping you out there. Yeah. 26. Uh, 26. The monster will roll a 25. With your hands on the rope, you can burst from its grasp on your ankle. It slips off. uh, Maybe tugging one of your boots into the water, but at least you're still alive. Archie. Wait, is it? Does it take a boot? It takes a boot. I'm fucking um, monsters. Archie is going to start tearing the, the lower kelp monster off the ship. Attack roll? Yes. Uh, 17 is easily enough to grab onto... You're ripping, right, with your hands? Easily yeah, enough to yeah, grab yeah. the vines of the rope and give me that strength check, which should probably be at a higher number... Not a problem. You easily sunder the creature and throw it off and back into the water. You just see, like, the gaping hole in the side of your ship now, but yeah. but the creature is off of you, or off of the boat. Is, is is this, like, a critical hole? Like, is there water seeping in? Are we sinking? It's there... above the water line, so, like, as the water, you know, goes up and down, some will come in, but it's not yeah. constantly <laughs> taking on water. It's taking on small bits of water every few seconds. Okay. So, it's not the biggest deal. It can last through the combat if it doesn't get any worse. Captain Winners. um, Sail has gotten you to the rope. The monster has grabbed you by the legs, but you are freed from it. And if you'd like, you can reach the surface this round. Yeah, I think I want to reach the surface, presumably with Sail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the two of you coming together, ascending, reaching, breathing. Uh, so taking a minute to talk to someone, not a minute, five seconds. Uh, I think it's it's bodies down there, about ten feet now below the water. Mm-hmm. Ten uh, feet? No, now? no, much closer to like thirty feet. Thirty feet. Thirty yeah. feet you, down. Yeah, ten meters down. Yeah, its mouth or something, and then um, I mean, you... I, I dive back down. I'm going to try and get to it. Good gulp of air. You want to get it. (laughs) Yeah. And he goes back. Uh, We'll start your breathing on the next round because it was basically at the end of this round that you got your gulp of air. So next round will be your first round underwater. (coughs) Um... Wait, it took the rest of my round to get to the surface. Yeah, I can't make some progress. Yeah, it took your rest of the round to get to the surface, have a short conversation, catch your breath because, you know, you need to like (gasps) for a moment and then begin the descent. Mm-hmm. beast over here returns to the vessel and this time it comes for Archie it wraps out for you natural one on the attack roll you fend it off it tries to grab you you keep it from you it's slimy tendrils getting nowhere and we roll initiative um... oh sorry it's an attack roll oh. Uh, I can still shoot the one underwater, right, Quibu? Yes. With your magic missile, you mean? Hell yeah. Yes. 
let's say uh i have a question let's say i created like a pocket of just like i use destroy water underneath the water does that like literally just leave a void of nothing or is there air where the water used to be Reverse of the spell, destroy water, obliterates without trace, no vapor, mist, fog, steam, or light quantity of water. Water can be created or destroyed in areas small uh, and will actually contain liquid or in an area as large as this. So it would not have air. It would be a void, which would very quickly close as water like collapsed in on it. Hmm. Oh, okay. I was I was wondering if I could use it as a way to give someone air underwater, but it would probably have to be like they would have to be close to the surface, and then air would rush in and they'd get a quick right. Bump, like right. Um, then, but if like I don't know how much I know about physics, but if that's a cavitation bubble, that's a lot of force, and I think it would do damage to a water creature. Well, maybe we should try it. Casting range is thirty yards, and you were down there. You saw the creature. You have a pretty good idea of where it is underneath the surface. Are you going to create a cavitation bubble around it? I, I don't know if my character would know if that would work. You want to give me an in check? Though. Yeah, I'll give it an in check. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to do. We'll have to wing it, but it's brand new territory for me. I'm excited to see it. I am going to cast uh, Destroy Water around the creature. Righty then. Can you cast destroy water on a human to remove all the water from their body? It specifically says you can't do that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot turn blood to wine with water to wine either. It's uh, too good of a spell. Um, Archie rolled initiative at three. So Archie, you're first up. This creature is trying to grab you. It's trying to break your ship. It's basically on you, but you're managing to throw it off before it can drag you in. What are you doing? All right. Archie's heard that these guys, that like there's something down there, like their mouths or whatever. Archie's going to try to pull this guy out of the water. He's going to grab, he's going to grab the kelp and try to pull him out. What happens when you pull the kelp out of the water, Koivu? We're going to find out. Give me... A, I mean, it's already trying to grab you. You don't need to make an attack roll to grab onto it. It wants to grapple you. So yep. you just let it. And give me a strength check against it. It'll get a 40%. check at a... Oh, yeah. Oh, so how do we do strength checks with enlarge? Because it doesn't... Oh, I know how we do it. Um, I will increase his max carrying capacity by 40% and then measure that against what strength score that would create. So what is your raw strength score, Archie? 17. Which means you can carry 220 pounds max press. So 220 times 1.4 is 308. So 18 strength, essentially, for our purposes here. Based. Um, And it will make an opposed roll. So I just make a strength check and we just pretend it was an 18. We just add plus one. Yeah, we'll just add plus one. It only rolls a 20. You roll a 30. 30. Yeah, you give a a couple of good yoinks. And at first, some kelp just breaks off. Then you like wrap your arm around a large kelp. And, you know, many strands together is much stronger than each individual one. And yoink. And all of a sudden, after like a bit of a tug, there's this like freedom of movement. And all of a sudden, you can just yolt, like roll the kelp up onto you. Um, 
what instead of yanking the entire creature up you essentially like rip the the upper realms of the kelp off of the thing that lays below detaching it from the main body and ruining like destroying the creature it is amazing he's just destroying its arms (laughs) yeah i mean the creature is alive but you've ripped its arms off so it can't reach the boat anymore um and now the the (laughs) boat is just covered with a pile of kelp uh i think it's my turn um yes five uh 2d4 plus two magic missile going to the underwater kelp monster five Ooh, shit for damage sorry um underwater kelp monster it's its turn hmm John Winters and Sale. Would you please each roll me a d20? Oh. Beat that. Good for you, Nick. Yeah. All right, Sale. It's coming for you. It's viney, tenderly kelp-like arms reach up to you. It grabs you with a 17, which is enough to get hold of your body or your waist, and it goes to yoink you under the water. Now, you're holding onto that rope. You've got the boat. Give me an opposed strength check. As sure it rolls thing. another natural one, and I retire this die. Which Three die natural was ones. It? It was, the, was that the pink one? No, it was the red one. I should stop using the red one. I like the red dice. Yeah. The third natural one this combat. Unlucky. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to switch to D30s. It'll just be a little bit easier for me. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. We pull the die from its casing that is made out of a fallen star. Oh shit. Yeah, we're pulling like a meteorite, meteorite die. Uh-huh. My favorite die. Made from that an actual so cool. meteorite stone. Let's do it. Uh so yeah, you managed to avoid it yanking yanking you down. Even though you fail, it fails, so like nothing happens. Um, and it's I your turn, so. Yes, it's grabbed you, but it, you know, you're holding onto the ship and it's like sadly pulling on your legs. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to just destroy water. I assume like a. I haven't cast a spell before, so I'm kind of like not sure what it's gonna do. So I'm gonna try and destroy water directly on the creature, um, yeah. so that the force of the ocean rushing in will like do something. And also, this creature is not really built to be out of water. So I think, combine the fact that it's gonna be out of water and it's gonna be like a massive amount of force, I think this thing's gonna get fucked up. Yeah, and you're doing 27 cubic feet, which is a three foot by three Holy foot shit. by three foot zone. It's quite a lot. That's a yeah. lot. Um, so the key component like here is... a cubic meter of water, right? Yeah, it's a lot of water. Um, that is 1,730 pounds of water. Jesus. So, it's a lot of force. The key component here is going to be putting the creature in the exact middle of it. So I want you to tell me what sort of role that should be with a good explanation behind it. Otherwise, if your explanation is not good enough, I'll just pick something. What sort of role should you make to decide Always this? Always going to be the highest. The two, the two that I would say 
is like if you want to really fuck me, it's perception because that's my lowest stat. But if you want to like make it cool, then it's omen reading. Like I'm calling on Rohi to do this. Oh. Rohi gave you like the little pings in the water, right? Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. No, I will. You know what? You already made your omen reading check to figure out where it was. I will give you omen reading at advantage because that's such a good oh, idea. Nice. Roll it twice. Nice. You got to only pass one of them. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Wow, you know exactly where the creature is. You destroy water right around it. A whole void appears near the creature and then slams together with the force of 1,100 pounds or whatever that was that we had done earlier. Um. Uh, this thing fucking vaporizes, <laughs> like... Let's see. How to calculate the force of a falling object. Ooh, this is too much math to read right now. I uh, feel like I just pistol shrimped that thing. Like, it's just... Mm-hmm. Dude, we could like destroy boats with this shit. I was this like, it would be like landmines. Yeah. Or uh, sea mines, rather. Yeah. Because you do it right underneath a boat, the force of it would mess it up. I'm actually worried about our boat at this point. <laughs> I want you to roll me. hard to determine this without doing a bunch of math. Um, I might do some math later and change the damage of this based on the research I do, but just to keep the game going, I'm going to say, yep. roll me 2d6. I mean, Neil, just d6 per level would maybe make sense. Yeah, but it's the same gets, amount of water no matter what level he is. It no, it's not. It's more water as he levels up, right? So. Is up it? to four gallons of water generated for experience level. Oh! Oh! Hold on. Oh, that's right, actually, yeah. Do you guys have squirrels in London? Yeah. Fucking so many squirrels. I, well, hey, how fucked up is this, right? My sister-in-law and her husband decided that there were too many squirrels around their house, and they oh, got an exterminator in. No, they have guns, but they got an exterminator to come and like lay traps to start killing them all. How that fucking... Fucked. How fucked up is that? Squirrels are cute. I have no what idea. What were they doing? Were they, like, fucking around? They said that they were scared it was going to, like, hurt their baby. I have no idea. <laughs> what? I know, I don't know. <laughs> those damn squirrels. Dan Dude, shoots uh, iguanas in his backyard, but those yeah, things but, are fucking huge. Uh, Dan's a psychopath, though, right? We all agree That's that. Right. We all agree. Yeah. yeah I, have, I have two pigeons leaving, like, like living underneath the roof of my balcony. I just let them chill there. They like breed all the time. There's like a, there's like a, there's like a point on my balcony where they go to the bathroom, you know. But it, it's okay. Yeah. I don't deal with them. Your pigeon porn. Yeah. You could do D4 per level now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be... Um, let's do let's do D6 per level for now. I'll come up with real math later to justify all this. This might be overpowered or underpowered. I don't know. But uh, give me two... 3D6? What, what level spellcaster are you? Uh, it's got to be four, D4. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D4 per level, so 4D4 damage. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. 
That is pretty uh, good. Nine points as the creature is crushed by the cavitation bubble that appears around it, sort of just smashing the kelp go. and breaking it apart in various pieces, splintering the thing. Captain John Winters, you see this sort of, you feel the tug forward. You can hear the loud thundering crack. In fact, give me a constitution check. Otherwise, you're deafened for a couple of rounds by the... Mm. the yeah, 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 it's you hear the ringing, right? You've got the tinnitus going through like your ears. Like an archer, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going down to finish it off. I'm swimming back down to the, the clam little mouth. You can get all the way down, buddy. You're down yeah, there. I, I shove my dagger and it's weird clam mouth. Give me an attack. Maybe, like, some of them are already, like, cracked and broken. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's just, like, one good one left. It's got high AC. Yeah, it's um, core body has really high AC. You're going to need a really good attack roll. If they open it and close them, can I not slip it in? Yeah, but the opening and closing is a trap. You know, it's trying to get you to reach into it so it can bite you. Right, okay. Well, I got not good enough. No, no. Um, any other thing that you can do? No. Well, no. unless you'll let me get a second attack. Uh, you only have the one dagger equipped at the moment, yeah? Yes. All right, But if the it. thing grabs me... It hasn't. Maybe. It hasn't, yeah. Okay, no. maybe I'll get two next round. Okay. Let's go to initiative order. Uh, the other one is just out of combat entirely. Uh, I'm out of first level spells, so... <clears throat> gonna do like a nice like orange justice like Fortnite dance i guess <laughs> there's not really much else i can do i'm gonna ask i just do like it in to person. say archie is completely like it, it, the, this this spell that that Cell just has is insane to him he's so excited about this he thinks this is the coolest fucking thing he's ever seen in his life um well, i guess i'll roll initiative All right, Archie, you are first. Can I reach any of the kelp? Um, Wait, I'm on four as well now. Oh, don't know why I didn't you are now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is some kelp on the surface, but it's the kelp that you've already removed. Um, you, you don't see the creature anymore, just the, the regular kelp in and around the boat. Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm diving down. Bitch. All right, you throw yourself into the water. Oh. Whoosh, deep down below. Um, what would you like to do? Um, so you said bludgeoning damage doesn't work at all underwater, yeah? Yeah, you're just, so you just move like, too slowly it. through the water to punch anything with effect. Is there, like, anything soft? Any eyes or anything? Uh, give me a perception check as you swim down to the creature where you can see the captain with a knife, like, trying to get it into this thing. And he's most, like, just stabbing the kelp, which isn't doing anything, or knocking off the sides of the barnacles. You can't spot any weak points. There's just like this blob of rocky, kelpy something with these barnacly, shellfishy teeth, mollusky teeth. I didn't points think all over it. Classic um, Archie. Well, I I guess in character, I would. Oh, I I think Archie would try to punch this thing underwater. Like honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, go ahead. Give me an attack roll. Yeah. Do it. You boop it. Nice. Yep. Captain Winters, um, <laughs> you see Archie booping the creature. It doesn't look like it's I working. I see it. 
All right, I'm gonna need to surface. So acting quickly, I want to draw my second dagger and get both attacks off before I start floating. All right. Yeah. Offhand and main hand, do your dual wielding penalty whatever nonsense. I don't have any, so. Oh, high dex. Oh. Yeah. Oh, aren't you fancy? Twenty and so twenty. So They both hit. Oh yes. That's nice. the magic yeah. number. We did it, lads. We did it, boys. Hold on, he could. Eight oh, damage. Oh my god. There we go. Yeah. I stab both daggers into it, and then I see it start to. I don't know what. I don't know how I know it it's just dead, but I, I, I grab both my daggers and float back up with them, and give Archie a wink as I go past him. And the party bolts to the surface, and we take our first break, and we'll be back on the other side with more Tides of Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party has survived the encounter. We did it. <sighs> I was never a worry. Pull myself in... back to the surface. Throw on the I'm in awe. The boat. Sorry, good. I'm in awe of two things, like the fact that the destroy water worked and the absolute size of the splash Archie made as he went into the water. <laughs> <laughs> Archie's gonna climb up on the boat and like lift sail up into the air, and like. He's he he thinks he, that that spell is the coolest shit he's ever seen. He's so 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 in love with this right now. This is like everything Sale has ever wanted. Never wanted. Like, <laughs> he's like just someone to like him. Like, so, he's like reveling. Yeah, it's like that was sick. John, did you did you see that? Did you see that you were underwater? Did you see what this guy did? It was crazy. I saw it, Archie. Yeah, he said this. <laughs> no one's gonna kind of like pat himself off uh, a little. He keeps it in, but a little pissed off that, you know, they're reveling about his water spell when he did the magic missiles, he did the brunt of the damage, and, uh, you know, he made Archie big so that he could kill the kelp monster. No one kind of pats himself off, and he takes it with a stride, I guess. Pats himself off is a weird way to wear that. He's getting the water off, you know? Got water on a shot. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, yeah, I lie on my back panting. Um, I, like, you know, as Archie's... Um, beaming about sales spell. I just think I just give like a, a lazy like thumbs up in the air and like <laughs> arm back down. Um, amazed that we've survived, really. Um, you told us I about the Archie... bings in the water, right? The pings? Oh. I'm asking sail out of character. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I pointed and said there's something in the water. In the here. water, yeah. How many was there? There was four, right? Um, I would have interpreted that uh -huh. as it was like moving into position, maybe. That makes sense. <clears throat> okay. Um, Archie's gonna go and fix up the boat with his carpentry. I assume we have some spare wood. We have some tools on the boat. Yeah. Well, you're I don't gonna... know if we got. Oh, if we do have spare, I was gonna say we could like take some from the big boat, maybe. <clears throat> you're gonna yeah. be able to sort of break some things back into place, make some sort of makeshift repairs, but yeah. you're gonna need yeah. like to pull it up onto some dry piece of land and have like proper tools to really fix it. At best, you can sort of mitigate the damage a little bit. You're still gonna need to be like have someone bailing out the boat constantly yeah. in order to keep yourself from sinking. Um, I, I just, I just want to make sure it gets into a, a to a point where it's not going to get worse throughout, like at least our journey home. As long as you have someone constantly <clears throat> repairing it, constantly bailing out water, you'll be able to make it anywhere. Um, okay. Do we feel like we can take two boats home right now? No, of course not. I, f I feel like we need to get our boat onto the other boat. No. Oh, can it fit? No. 
You, I mean, no, really? There's no way you could fit your boat onto the other boat. Wait, why not? What if we well, tow first it? off, let's just could look at the, the two sizes. Like, how would you physically fit one boat on the other? Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, no, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. So we'd have to, it, right? Yeah, we'd, we'd have, have to go to back. It, and... But then someone would have to be in our boat to shovel the water out of it, right? Yeah, That's like true. you might be able to tow one boat behind the yeah. other, but even that yeah. is going to be difficult. Um, and this other boat is still like listing pretty hard to one side, and well, you're I mean, still sort of caught within this like large kelp area. Yeah, but that's the reason why we're here. We're not just gonna leave. Here, sure. Here's what we do, right? We put the drum on one boat. We drum for a bit until we're ahead of the other one. Then we go back on the other one. We drum for a little bit, get that one, and we leapfrog them all the way home. Easy peasy. The boats are just if you're not character. if you are not on a boat like actively steering it, it will just drift with the tide, switching okay. back and forth between <laughs> the boats. <laughs> All right, so I get back to my feet. I pick up my lasso again that I dropped over here, and I lazily start to spin it around. I'm going to try and do what I was doing and throw a rope over to this other ship so I can get over there. Now that there's no um, monsters attacking you, you can take, you know, ten minutes to achieve this problem. Do it right. Okay, yeah. so I will then... Every time you miss, Archie will fucking laugh at you. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we need attack rolls. I'm uh, I'm out of Archie's favor now. I've been replaced by Sail. I see how it is. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I make the rope nail and then I tightrope walking across the rope. Do, 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 do. So over here. Did he need an attack roll or no? Twenty-seven. Oh, I thought he. Oh, you oh, want no. an attack roll for the? Yeah, because Archie's gonna laugh at you. So we got to see how long he laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. first shot at all. Yeah. So I get over here, I'm going to start exploring the ship. I look around. Uh, no one will be bailing water, I guess, and seeing mm -hmm. if Archie can kind of fix it mid. Yeah, the two of you can work to righten the boat as best as possible. Uh, Captain Winters, you will find that this boat it has suffered some serious <clears throat> damage to it. Um, like your boat, the sides of it have been sort of ripped open. The upper railing has been destroyed in many places. Mm -hmm. uh, the top deck is more or less fine, but the walls are in trouble. And as you head down to below decks, you can see that there's quite a bit of water down there. Not on the, the deck directly below you, but the deck below that is, um, this is, uh, got quite a bit of water going through. Oh, I feel it. like it could be salvaged, though, if it, if it could be got to a port. You'll have to give a, a full and proper inspection. Um, and while you're okay, giving well. it this full and proper inspection, you're gonna notice a couple of things. First off, there's a lot of stuff missing from this boat. Any given ship should be laden with supplies, enough to feed the crew, water the crew. There should be some amount of money here. There's whatever cargo they're shipping. Rarely, it's very, very rare that a ship sails with, like, nothing, right? Mm. But this is, you know, this rope here. There's, like, some hammers and boards over here. There's a box of nails, but, like, the food is gone. Most of the water is gone. Um, any sort of, like, goods it would have hauled, because this is definitely a cargo ship, is gone. Uh, when you get to what is clearly the captain's quarters at the back of the ship, um, all of the accoutrements, all of the like nice stuff that makes the place livable is is missing. Um, yeah, what except about, for like, uh, a oh. note uh, that has been left on the desk with a knife stabbed it into the desk. Is the knife nice? Yeah, it's not magical, but it's, you know, no, yeah. it's a cool knife. Nice. Is it better than my my spare dagger? Yeah. 
where did you get? I don't remember what your the quality of your dagger. Tell me about it. Just just from a basic, just my blacksmith, you know. Yeah, this is a much better dagger. This is someone put some time and effort into it. Um, if you were to see it, you'd be like, oh, that's a cool dagger. And yours is sort of yeah. like that's a regular dagger. Now I have a fancy rapier and a fancy dagger. A fancy dagger. Mm -hmm. That's base. I will, I will, you know, take it, take the dagger, pocket it, or sheath it, and uh, read the note. I will just hand it to you, and then you can decide, Captain, if you want to give it to others, or read oh, it man. to others. I love it. Uh, there you go. I've handed it to you. It is the abandoned ship note in roll twenty. Um, so we're gonna go to the others while you read that. Mm -hmm. Other players. Um, Norm's bailing water, trying to see if Archie can fix the ship. Mm -hmm. uh, he's actually going to stop bailing water for a little bit and bang the drums, and he wants to see if they will fix the ship. If they will fix the ship? Yeah, these are magical fucking things. I don't know. Maybe they fix ships too. Nope. They reach for the oars. They attempt to move the ship. The ship I is held it. fast, and they stop. Cool. Oh, my God. Sail, what about you? I, uh, I'm going to kind of see that Nilrum and Archie are working on the boat. And I'm like, well, you know, too many cooks spoils the broth. They don't need me. And I see, uh, I see, uh, Captain Winters went over. So I'm going to be, like, inspecting the water. See, like, can the kelp, can I, like, start dislodging some kelp? Is maybe more of the kelp mm. around the other ship? Does it, like, look like the other stuff? The, um, yeah. the monstrous kelp. Yeah. Do I, do I, like, I'm, yeah. It doesn't look like the monstrous kelp. It looks, at this moment, it looks like you're just sort of stuck in this morass of of other stuff that is like, you know, the, the kelp had grown up or come up and like attached to your oars, and it seems to just like still be stuck to your oars, but it isn't moving on its own anymore. It isn't moving any more than just with the, the flow of the water. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll just start cutting the kelp off best I can, like free yeah. the ship. It'll take you probably probably take you a couple minutes per oar so probably take about an hour or so to free the boat from all the kelp that has already entangled onto you um yeah, that'll do it i heard a i heard an exclamation from captain winners would you like to tell me what your actions are at this point yeah i uh i finished reading the note i roll it up and i open my pocket and i look down and realize i was happy with myself that i now have a fancy rapier and a fancy dagger but i remember that the monster stole my rapier Mm. Alas, so I just have a fancy dagger, but I will start frantically looking around the ship for, with my ears peeled, Neil. I'm hearing, I'm listening for a cat. I'm looking for a cat. This cat's worth a fortune. I need to find it. Ah, <laughs> yes. You scour the ship, and sure enough, you do find yes. a cat. It's um, it is gathered it. around what appears to be a pile of miscellaneous foodstuffs that are really not good cat food, and um, a water barrel that has been, you know, opened uh, or tipped on its side into like a bucket or a bunch of buckets, and then part of like the the lid left on. So there's just a large cache of water left for this cat. Amazing. All right, I, um, I you know, I crouch down. And I go, Mamushi, Mamushi, come on, <laughs> come here. And I try and get its attention. How is it? How is it? Give looking? me an unproficient nervous? animal handling check. Is it? It's whiz divided by two. Mm-hmm. Come on, Nick. Oh, oh shit. it's a cat. 
bristles. The fur on it goes up. Its tail grows like six times in size as it poofs big. It lets out a... And throws itself uh, at you with an attack roll. No, come on. Natural 18 grab, on the attack the roll. Okay. Uh, what does it do when will, it does one point of damage as it leaps into your face and digs its claws in and rakes across your cheeks, doing an actual point of damage to you. Okay. I, uh, fuck. Initiative? Or... Uh, I mean, you don't have to engage. You can just back off if you want. I'd like to get it off my face, though, yeah. That's not hard, yeah. It, it, it's not okay. going to, like, cling to your face forever. It's not a face hugger. All right, all right, cool. You can back um, away, so I, I and back, it just kind of... I back off. I leave it alone. It turns sideways, I... makes itself big. I look around for, like, a barrel. Yeah, there's a bunch of um, empty barrels here. Uh, okay. I want to get one of these barrels. And um, I want to find a place to put it where I can leave it open, right, with the lid on top of it resting. And then I want to... Bearing the brunt of Mamushi's attacks, I want to shove all of its food into the barrel. Okay. Yeah. That's not too hard. The cat is happier to stay away from you than it is to get close to you, so as you shovel the food, it just backs up and hisses. What does the cat look like? Yeah, what's the cat look like? True. Um, this it is a... Coming to grab my cat? <laughs> a hotness roll for the one of the it weirder things said. Is a 12? No, you know, it's, it's a, hot. It's a, a nice yeah. average range is 8 to 13, right? So it's on the upper end of average. It doesn't look anything special. Um, it's mostly black across its back with like a, a white chest and um, its two front paws are like half white. It's like little mittens just on the, the front toe sections mm -hmm. and the rest of it is black. Mr. Mamushi. Is it? I guess I don't know. Yeah, my All cat's right, name is Neko Mamushi, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna try and wait, maybe for five or ten minutes for the cat to try and get the food and chill out. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna get go to get food in five or ten minutes. You're a threat. You're on its ship. It fucking hates you. It just like yeah. yowls and screams. In fact, from the other ship, you guys begin to hear this like very distant sound of a, a cat, like caterwauling. Archie's gonna... eyes will widen. And he'll look oh. over, and he's fucking terrified. I'll yell right. over at Winners. Are you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Hang on, I found some. I found some wood. I want to grab some of the boards, Neil, and bring them to the deck. Yeah, there are. There's some spare boards on ship. You can grab them, hop up back on deck, and tightrope walk your way back with the even, boards. Even even easier with the boards, right? That's how they do it, right? That's how they do it. That's how, that how they do it. They have, they have like, a they singular it. pole, not like an armful yeah. of yeah, boards. Yeah, it makes it easier. I don't think so. I think the armful of boards makes it harder. I was going to say, when he gets halfway, can I, like, grab the rope and just start fucking with him? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I get a 30. That's good. Oh, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You can... All right, get across. Mm -hmm. I hand the boards uh, to Archie, and I say, I shame my head and say, this ship's fucked. The whole you notice... deck flooded. You notice he's got fresh, bleeding claw marks <laughs> on either side of his face. Archie, be... Archie, we'll look at... We'll look at John very seriously, and he'll look him in the eyes. Captain, was there a fucking cat on that ship? Well, I cat, guess Captain, you this know, gives it away. Cats out of the bag, Winters. <laughs> yeah, I know, know you don't like about cats, right? Yeah, I know, I know, Archie, I know. But uh, this cat, this is no ordinary cat. Listen, uh, 
One thing, though, before we get to the cart is I think we need to be out of here by nightfall. Uh, the last captain here left a note. Turns out this thing down here is called a Kelpie, and it was charming his men. And they were diving to the depths to their, uh, to their doom come nightfall. So I don't think we should be sticking around. Well, what about the cat? Yeah, well, with the cat, funny, the, uh, the captain said that he left the cat here uh, with enough food and water. And it says that if anyone rescues it and brings it back to uh, a, a guy called Wilmington in a town, an island called Ocastar, or a town called Ocastar, you guys ever heard of that? Uh, would Nilram nope. know? He's been living on the. I don't. Th maybe, maybe. What do you want? Int? Uh, I want like an in check at like minus ten. Okay, I'm just gonna roll it and we'll take ten off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've heard of O'Keefe Star. It is, of course um, I have. Nice. O'Keefe Star is, it? is a Far? town. <clears throat> it is a town on the island of Colrogia. It is known for its salt flats. Um, it's inhabited primarily by dwarves, and they. this is an area where they'll let in seawater and then use valves to shut it off and then let the seawater evaporate and then harvest the salt. It's a, a salt harvesting Ooh. island um, manned mostly by dwarves. Also some good agriculture and farming. Okay, one thing about my character, he loves dwarves. <clears throat> I don't have a reason yet, but I'm sure I'll make one. He hates bards, but he loves dwarves. He hates bards, but he loves dwarves. Never met. <laughs> he just thinks they're spots. funny. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he just go. thinks, yeah. He likes their crass attitude. You know how they're like, they're like mean on average. Like, he respects mm. that. Well, um, uh, so anyway, this this captain, he says that if we return his cat to Olkistar, the we can have her wealth, whatever that means. I'm not Why sure didn't she just take her cat with her? No, I... Yeah, her wealth, I think. She, the captain's talking about the cat's wealth, from what I can tell. Let's we had get a fucking... I don't know, it's, maybe it's from good stock, you know? Maybe it's right. noble. Well, who is, uh, who's the best with animals here? Captain, I'm not going on a ship with a cat. You know how we... You know our policy? Back on the ship? I punted the cat we had back then, and I said I'd be on rat duty for the rest of the time on that ship. And I committed to that. I'm not taking this cat with us. I but understand, I, Archie. This, this cat's cat. worth a fortune. This cat's worth a fortune, Archie. It's treasure. It's not a pet. Just listen. How much are... If we're going to get out of here by nightfall, you need to fix the ship, Archie. So you don't need to worry about the cat for now. Are we going to come back for this ship, Winters? Maybe we could send people to fix it? It's it's pretty fucked, Nilrum. The whole bottom deck's flooded. There's holes in the hole. All um, right. If I think if we could get it back to a port, maybe. But let's I get think the cat. right now. Yeah, we haven't got time. Yeah, I love right. that. I'll help. Can you think the two of you can make the crossing here? Absolutely. Yeah. What do you want, Dex? Uh, Tightrope walking, unproficient. So uh, half Dex. Half Dex. Rather than tightrope walk, mm -hmm. could I like hang from it? And like crawl slowly across. I could help yeah. him on the other side and pull him up. No one yeah. falls in. He just swims to the boat. Nice. You can swim to the boat. Pull yourself up on the the rigging there. Um, oh, okay. Lee? Does a kelp monster grab you? That's fine. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> Sail. You want to wrap and pull yourself across? I would like a um a successful strength check from you. Sure thing. Uh, 
Easy peasy. Nice. All right. All right. I assume I don't have to roll a third tightrope. No, you're fine. Uh, I need just one moment. Hold on. Yep. Probably uh, a good time to appreciate how good Koibu is at building tension and then making you feel like a genius when you like defeat. Yeah, work it out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at that. Some of the some of the moments over the years, like the tension is just insane. Yeah. Especially I... like a year down the line when you don't want to lose your character, you know. For sure. I don't want to lose uh Anton anymore. No. <laughs> I want okay. him to lose. Character. Sorry about that. Uh, you guys okay. make it across, except for Archie, who continues to keep the bail out the boat and fix it. Yep. All right. I move Do silently, Neil. Probably not, right? No, no. It, it's an easy task. No checks. I move silently back to where the cat was. And I'm hoping that it's going to be in the barrel, and then I want to clasp bullet on it. Um, you do move silently. The cat is not in the barrel. Oh, shit. Where is it? It's just nowhere to be seen. Oh, fuck. Somewhere on the ship, clearly. I'm gonna give my best, like... Kitty, 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 And go around and try to find the ship. Yeah, Keep me... in mind, the cat is named after my cat, so like a plus one. I was gonna say, give possible. me an unproficient animal <laughs> handling check, I will give you a plus one. Thank you. Uh, that's not even divided, so no, it doesn't file. hit. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. What about you, Sale? You're giving me an unproficient animal handling check. It's half your willpower. Wisdom willpower. Yeah, I'm, go I'm specifically, I'm going to be, like, getting on the ground and, like, like lying around, like, seeing if I can find him first. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when I do find him, I'm not going to, like, make eye contact with him. I'll just, like, lie near him, mm -hmm. see if I can make him be friends with me. Yeah. Uh, uh, eight and eight is 16. No. You guys will find the cat, but it is um pretty pissed, pretty angry, pretty scared. Doesn't know who these strangers are, and it's been left alone for a long time. And it's eating like shit human food, um. So it just sort oh, of bristles, hides from you, you know, lurks underneath the table, and if you try and go for it, like bites at you and scratches at you. We don't have all day winners. Just grab the fucking cat. Yeah, I mean, I, I try. And I'll tell him how to grab it by its scruff. You just grab mm -hmm. it by its scruff, and it's completely disabled. I try and wait for it to be distracted by uh, Sail or Nilrim, and then make a, a dive from the shadows at it. Right. Gets an opportunity to attack. Well, it should roll for surprise first. Uh, no, you don't manage to catch it by surprise. It does make its opportunity attack. It is only a nine, so it starts to scratch at you, but it gets your clothing, which is thick enough to avoid the worst yeah. of the damage. Give me an attack roll against AC 14. AC 14. Yeah, it's fucking cat. Amazing. You ever try and grab a cat that doesn't want to be grabbed? This shit's <laughs> wait, hard. Wait, wait, try, wait, hold on, hold on. He's just trying to grab the cat. Can't, isn't it just a uh, ten? Yeah, I mean, grabbing Double. a cat that doesn't want to be grabbed is a d difficult thing. No, I well, struggle the cat's, with the this. Cat's AC comes from Dex. So yeah, 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 be yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. yeah, yeah. I got there it. There you go. You get a hold of the creature. It yowls. It scratches. <clears> your clothes will get the best of it, and you can chuck it in a barrel and close the lid. Yeah. Okay. I. Uh, I Hoist the barrel onto my shoulder with an arm over the lid, and I'm like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> that one looks easy to catch. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, so I now need to tightrope walk across with the cart in the barrel, which might prove difficult. But if you fall, I think it's an insignificant thing, right? If you fall in the water, you can just swim back over, unless you're afraid that. There might be something in the water. I mean, I'd like to avoid the water. I'm worried about the cat. 
Give me your uh, tightrope walking check at minus two. Come on, Nick. We need this. Oh, shit. Ooh, you and the cat both tumble in. Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? Wait, hang on. But I passed like multiple times before now. You yeah, know, but you're carrying a rolled... big barrel with a cat that's moving in it. It requires a new check. No, I know, but I rolled two checks last time, I think. You already rolled this one. You've already, right? yeah. <laughs> Don't drown the cat, Neil. I, I, I'm that would be fucked up. Bit. I'll genuinely be annoyed. Yeah, okay. Not not the cat, the it's in a barrel. The lid is closed. It's watertight. <laughs> okay, okay. The cat's okay, fine. Good. The cat's fine. You're going to um, piss everybody off and drown it. Yeah, the barrel floats away from you. You go after it. You grab it. You paddle your way towards the other boat. And with Archie's help, you can slowly lift it on. Um, nothing in the water comes for you. Amazing. All right. Um, we get everyone back onto the boat. All right. It's a shame to have to leave this thing here. But if, let's hope that this is a rich cut. And, um, we set off, I guess. Um, I'm going to take a big mental note as we leave the whole time you guys are gonna just gonna man the ship i'm gonna try and remember my way back to here i think that this ship is still worth something um knowing our ship is worth of was like a few hundred thousand in copper right mm -hmm. there's salvage here this is worth something we might even be able to tell the lady about it and she might have to, she might be able to do something about it now the uh, only I'm way gonna you're gonna be able up. to remember your way back here is if you can get a star position so you would need to wait oh, for it to be wow. night to be able to examine the stars uh, and use, you know, proper tools to we get the exact location. We can just go a mile location. away, right? We can go a mile yeah. away and then memorize the stars. Yeah, that's a good idea. darkness on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I want to do, Neil, is I want to, you know, I'm imagining the cargo hold's not that deep. It's probably only like, what, like a few feet. You can put a body oh, on, in there, yeah. On this boat? Yeah. Yeah, it's just not that deep at all. Mm -hmm. Lost so rocks sit, down there for balance. I want to sit in the hatch mm -hmm. and then let the cat out of the barrel in the hold. <laughs> Actually, um, because you have this hole inside of your ship, that section is, like, flooded with water. Like, you're bailing out the boat so it's not sinking, but the bottom of your boat does have, like, a lot of water built up in it. You can totally sit in the water if you want. Um, but just well, to I just let don't you know, wanna, I don't want to the cat. I want to try and, like, make friends with the cat, so I guess... I'll sit there with the lid off the barrel, kind of tilted upwards so it's like a slope for it if it were to try and run out. And I'll like give it a bit of food and I'd leave it alone. That can you see far away from the situation as yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah. You rolled that one on your animal handling check earlier. So give me, give me another animal handling check here and don't botch it. Really, really don't botch it. Oh, I will botch it, Neil. I got a D20 plus six. Oh, can you even pass it? Yeah, you need like a 20. Oh my god. Oh, did it. Nice. You do it gently. You take your time. You motion the kitty towards you. Slowly yeah. but surely, over the course of many hours, the cat chills out. Fantastic. Bit. Mr. Mamushi, that's what I'm calling him. Absolutely based. Yeah. Uh, we wait a mile out. I will try my best to memorize the stars and see where we're at. We want. It looks like Sail has succeeded in freeing the boat of the immediate kelp nearby, and it'll take some time to get the boat turned around and paddling out to sea and keep moving the kelp away from the boat. It's um a bit of a cumbersome process to free yourself from this area, but you can then row out to sea some distance 
and wait for the night to fall. Um, give me a successful yep. navigation check, Mooton, to get the exact coordinates of your place down. You do have some seafaring tools on the ship now, now that you've resupplied and gotten the, the base level of gear. Uh, We're so good. you feel 24. like you have a pretty good idea of where you are and that at night, at least, you could remake your way to this same spot. Or, you know, within a mile or two of this same area. Yeah, you can't get, and then you, you can know. kind of find it. Yeah, yeah, it's not GPS level of quality. It's within, like, you know, 50 miles or something. Cool. No, I'm happy um, with that. However. However. Well, well, well. There is more to it than that. Oh, dear. The cat turns into a wolf. <laughs> it's a work out. As you are taking you are. your your star coordinates here at night and the wind is dying down and the waves are not small but you know sort of gentle you see something in the water at first it's just a little bit of movement it doesn't really maybe you know there's always something moving in the water something bobbing by maybe like a fish jumps out or whatever something sort of catches your eye and as you go to look at it you see a, a humanoid um, begin to emerge from the water i cover my fucking ears and i tell everybody to do the same you will need to make a saving throw versus spell at minus two. Oh, really yeah. Ouch. Me covering my ears didn't do anything. Yeah. It does not help you. No, oh, that's still a pass. No, it was just just Mooton needed to do it. Um, so you oh. see oh, this oh. thing that crawls out. It is a grotesque mockery of a female human. It is sort of clad in these green clothes that as your eyes adjust to the situation are clearly just like huge piles of rotting kelp coming across her. It's very clearly and obvious to you that this is a some sort of hideous monster that lives beneath the waves. I mean, I tell the boys to fucking book it. Yeah, get to drumming. Get to drumming and yeah. I'll yes. cast Fog Cloud. Um, I'll uh, tell Nilrim I, I I can do the same in a, when this one runs out. <laughs> yeah, so I cast Fog Cloud. It's going to obscure the vision. I'm going to send it towards it, um, and we're just going to fucking row. Okay. Need my D4. Oh, does this ship have a sail? This ship does have room for just one sail. Yes. Could I theoretically use my air elemental thing, Dust Devil, to like push the boat faster? No, because it doesn't provide wind in one direction. It just spins, yeah. Yeah, it just spins. It, gotcha. it would probably cause more damage than help. Um, yep. So the creature, it does appear. You manage to pass your save. The drums can get going. This is one of those instances where the speed with which you can begin to sail and move is going to be important. So who is the drummer? I think it's Archie, yeah? It's probably usually Archie, right? Archie, I need that seamanship check from you to get the boat going before this creature can act again. 
Oh, oh, all right, all right. Oh, you guys get the fuck out of there. Okay. Does he roll anything else, this guy? Holy shit. All right, you go on. You get the fuck out of here. You head back towards the islands. You're fine. <laughs> What's safe? <laughs> was there any ever? Was there ever any wonder? <laughs> no, there wasn't. It was always gonna be fine. I feel like Archie is like hitting in some extra beats on the drum, and I like instinctively start dancing to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Necrodancer. You guys make your way back towards the Dardens. Where is well, it? Well, I know how to get there, right? Yeah, we're going uh, yeah, to the absolutely. island with the cat. That's what Wait, I was. Wait, are we here? We going? We going straight to? Okay, fuck it. Why not? We should just do it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, Have we repaired well, our boat enough that we're not like fucked? We're you going... are going to go more slowly. Than you would if you when you get back to your main island, we can talk about mm. um, base uh, uh, ship repairs because clearly mm. you can't repair it anywhere else than in your harbor at this point in time. Yeah. Um, so until then, you guys to, are going to be drag it on land on another island and fix it there. No, because you're going to need like supplies and tools, and you have supplies okay. and tools back on your base, but you'd have to like we cut just... down trees and plane them, and you'd have to get yourself tar and hammers, and like you'd need all the supplies which can't be found. Yeah, okay. But it's we at don't... our base, you said, yeah? Right, it's at yeah. your base. At your base. Well, I guess it, it depends where Oakistar is yeah. relative to the base. Where like. is it at? Um, Oakistar is the next island over. It's next to Summerland. One more island. So if it's roughly a day between each of these, a little less, uh, and you guys were way out over here somewhere. So cutting back to here... Or heading it over there. So this would probably be three, four. You'd expect it to be about four days to the island or in two days home. And how many to... days from home to the island? Another four. four. Yeah. Okay. I'd what like to uh, inform the party that I feel like I'm incredibly close to a breakthrough in my in my study of Rohi. Mm. And that maybe <laughs> some rest. Maybe we should head back. Yeah, I but too have, feel but, like... But if we're going to head back, we're, we have to head back for a week. Hmm. That is just, that's a fact, mm -hmm. I think. You'll have to head back. Right. It'll take a while to but repair the ship. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can make friends with the cat a bit more. We just can't lose the cat in this house. Yeah. We won't lose the cat. Oh, shit, what if it falls down into a... That's what I'm worried about. If it falls into, down... Into a gelatinous cube. No, nah, we'll just lock it. We'll lock it in a room. It'll be safe. I think this should be super... Well, it's up to the party. We'll have a vote. No room says, uh, I think we should just go. We're already in the ship. It's not too far away. Let's just go there, drop off the cat, see what they got, and then head back. It shouldn't be a big deal. But it, again, it's up to the party. Sure thing. Uh, we can do that. I don't know. Um, we are fugitives. We have a damaged boat. You know, we're starting to build a name for ourselves. I think it's too oh. risky. If we need to outrun the White Prince, we need to be at top speed. Okay. Um, maybe we don't have a big enough name yet to where... You know, these random shifts that we passed by would cause a problem for us. Maybe we are now, because we've, I think we've done a lot more, you know, we've made a name for ourselves, like in a big way, especially on White Sands. Yeah, on Flotsam. Mm -hmm. I, I think we should go back. I, I think it's not worth, it's not worth the risk to save two days. Yep. We're going to have to wait that week. It two days, it saves a, saves a well, week. Well, well, we're going to have to do that at some point anyway. It just means that we'll have gone to that island beforehand, but we'll still have to spend that week afterwards. Yeah, we just wouldn't have to spend that week with the cat. Yeah, Can I... Well, I like the cat. We're getting on quite well. Seems nice. What do you Get think? Get back to the base, uh... then, then Archie can be on the other side of the base, stay away from Mr. Mamushi here. 
What do you think, Archie? You hate the cat, right? Wouldn't it be better just to get rid of it quickly? I do want to get rid of it quickly, yeah, as quickly as possible. I just want to stay the fuck away from it. Well, uh, let's do a vote. <clears throat> I vote we just immediately go there. We're already on the way. It'd be quicker. Sale, uh, what do you vote? I am going to... I'm going to abstain. I think both choices are valid. Huh? What do you say, Archie? I'll go with whatever the captain says. And we're going back. Nice, uh, one. nice bit of democracy for you there, Norm. Norm size. All right. Um, all right, head south. Two days later, you find yourself back home. I assume Norm has the spell to open the door and whatever. He does. He whinges about it. Uh, he complains. He says, <clears throat> you know, we could have already gone, you know, it been, we'd already been there. And he opens it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He walks I, I, to his uh, mage wizard lock room and locks himself in there. I take my cat in my barrel and I go to the room and I want to like close the door. If there's a toilet here, I'm making sure there's a lid over it so the cat doesn't get into the gelatinous cube. There's no lid for the toilet. It's just sort of an open pit. Okay, but I'm going to find one, you know. There are rooms find... without, without toilets. Is what there are saying. rooms without toilets. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, well, no, I want it in my room, so I want to find something that I can use as a lid. Okay, but like, well, what is what your is room? Exactly. Oh, I don't know. If my room doesn't have a toilet, that's fine. I think your room doesn't have a toilet. The only one that okay. does yeah, yeah, is yeah. the captain's quarters, and that is wizard Which locked. Is wizard so... locked, yeah. Ridiculous. Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine for now. <laughs> does dispel magic work on wizard lock? It does. Uh, yeah, it, it would, yeah. <laughs> but you guys don't know what wizard lock is, so. That's true. I make a little, uh, I make a little nest for the cat. And once I'm pretty sure the door's secure, I'll let him out of the barrel. Yeah. Get him some food and stuff, yeah. Yeah, Wiley and Bobby are here. And as the mm. cat comes on through, both of them take a keen interest in this. They've been alone together for a little while now. Um, Wiley seems pretty pleased with the situation. He likes having crew again. He likes having a subordinate. And Bobby likes Wiley because Wiley's not threatening to kill him all the time and isn't, didn't, like, attack him and take him prisoner. But at the same time, Wiley's got that, like, hand knife um so bobby keeps it you know a proper respectful distance oh, how's bobby he done with the cleaning has he yeah. done well he's done well you know it's a big ass place so the most of it's been done like the cobwebs have been taken down the floors have been swept but you know there's still stains here there's mold over there this could be set up better the kitchen area is like functional but there's like still shit in crates it could be, be uh, better distributed there's a lot of work to be done and this kid hasn't finished at all yeah, Archie will take him by the collar and like kind of drag him through and show him all the places. He'll be firm, but also kind of nice with it. He knows nice. how to, you know, train people on the ships and make them like clean shit properly. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna hang out with the cat. I think. I mean, I'll still eat with the crew and stuff like that, but I make sure the cat's happy and looked after and wanting to chill out. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. You're welcome. <laughs> Mr. Mamushi is a good draw, but I suppose I do have to eat at some point. <laughs> I think I probably like baby talk to the cat, like, oh, isn't Archie so mean? Isn't he horrible? Why? why I think, why I think so that nasty? cat fucking hates you. <laughs> no, mate, the cat loves me. Shut up. 
<laughs> Do you if guys want to give me get angrier? Do you guys want to give me opposed uh, animal handling checks to see which one of you the cat likes better? Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. No, he's got high wisdom. Oh, nope, he hates no one. Fuck the cat. Ha. Eight and seven. We is all fail. 15, the cat doesn't like anyone. Eight. Yeah, the cat. Cat doesn't take to any of you guys whatsoever. <laughs> what about Willie? Uh, Willie. All right. He has eight willpower, Bobby. so Willie gets one d twenty plus four, and fucking kills it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kills it. Nice. So, so I imagine right. The cat is like grumpy with everyone. Everyone that goes near it. <sighs> He doesn't like it. And then old man Willie with his like long beard and he's like dirty and he stinks of like grog comes over and the cat's like, mm-hmm. like rubs up against his leg and like sits in the crook of his decrepit old arm. Loves Willie. All... Loves Bobby. He gets along <laughs> with both of them really easily. And uh, you know, Bobby looks up at you guys and goes, Can can we have it? Can we keep it? Is it ours? Uh well, not yet. Maybe not. But it's quite nice having him around. Maybe we, we can get another cut. It's not so expensive. Uh, you will hear from my room. I'm overhearing this and I'm yelling over my dead body. Wiley <laughs> <laughs> no, will worry. yell back at right. you. It'll keep the rodents down. It's good luck to keep a cat aboard a ship. Yeah, it's good luck to keep an Archie aboard a ship as well. Aye, it is sure good luck. That. I've heard of that one. <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> All right, you know, we spend our week here We get the boat fixed Yeah, we're here for a week, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, take do we need time. a week to level up, yeah? Uh, you'll need some time to level up You'll also need some time to repair the boat And part of that is going to be, like, hoisting the boat out of the water Enough that you can, like, let it fully drain mm. And let it fully repair And there are things on the sides to hoist the boat But with just the six of you It's, like, a slow process You might spend, like, half an hour to, like, hoist it a foot Because you gotta, like hoist it on this end on that end, on that end and then the rope slip and it's just kind of a, a process so it'll like a day to get the ship out of the water a couple days to fix it you can lower it in a couple minutes no problem <clears throat> you know and then some time to rest recuperate any lost wounds you know yeah about, i'm maybe not a full week but a few days i am gonna try and learn uh lasting breath nice we probably need this since you fuckers don't have con yeah, and based on uh, so. the events of our session earlier today, I'm going to give you um, a plus 20% chance to learn Lasting Breath. Because so I have a 95% have... chance to learn this. I think. There you go. You've just learned some interesting things. Excellent. I have learned it. Lasting Breath. I'm going to say that Rohi has blessed you, Nilrum, with the power of breathing underwater. No. No. It was my own intellect that blessed me. Not... Okay. Your God, okay. Your arrogance will be your downfall. D two, yeah, yeah. Uh, do I want low or high? For days to learn last. Oh, rest. sorry, two days. <laughs> two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Get some light bass music going on. Um, this can be our bass music for now. You guys are back and able to rest with your friends, with this cat. Archie, you want to tell us a little bit about why you hate cats? Yeah, so when Archie was um, in service of the Rowan family, Mm -hmm. um, back when he was a kid, right, where he had to work off his debt, um, the the family was pretty, like, decent to him. They didn't really mistreat him or anything. 
there was this one fucking cat in the household that would consistently not just like torture him like jump him and claw him and attack him all the time it would like fuck shit up and it would always happen in a way where like it would look like he did it it, it, it really truly felt to him that this cat was trying to fuck him over and like blame stupid shit that the cat was doing on him and he always got punished by the family for shit that so it, it would like knock over like kegs it would like spill stuff it would like claw it would like clutch it would always look exactly like like archie would have done it like they came in and the cat just suddenly disappeared and archie was 100 percent convinced that this cat was like trying to fuck him over and drive him out of the house mm. oh and because of that super good Sorry. all cats are bad just fuck them all hey cab he's he's, he's <laughs> never he's never he's never met a good one Maybe maybe this is maybe this is like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing, but ever since mm. then he hasn't treated a cat well and they haven't treated him well either. Mm -hmm. Did you make lasting breath, Koibu? Maybe. I don't know. That's uh, a good ass spell. Lasting... One creature per level, one d4 rounds plus one round per level. Nope. So that's I can do a... like four creatures and four rounds. That's, that's a Toma magic spell. I didn't make it. Uh did you already say how much XP we're getting? No, I'm calculating no. it right okay. now. Got it, got it. Uh I need seven K. Thank you. Uh, I'm 400 away. <laughs> yeah, I'm close to reg level 5. That that one doesn't matter, though. It's just a rogue mm. level. Rogue points. I should have you, uh, you get 15, right? To put in the stuff? Or is it 30? I can't remember. I think it's 30, and my backstab goes up to 3 times. Mm -hmm. You can backstab oh. any humanoid creature, correct? Yeah. That's yeah, a... So normal size you can't backstab a giant mm, a giant no yeah, yeah, yeah but you could backstab like a mermaid yeah you got to know mm. the right locations on it so a mermaid might be different because its organs might be in different places mm -hmm. um i guess that sort of depend i don't know we, we'd but roll like some goblin, dice for that one maybe? but a goblin okay. totally you know a bugbear easy all that jazz elf no problem what happens for like vampires uh, I don't think vampires have vital organs because they're undead. Okay. No stake through the heart in this no, world. No. They've got them, they're just not vital. Uh, well, I mean, then they don't have vital organs. Yeah. Yeah, they're just not vital. <laughs> it's still a vital organ, right? I don't know. Um, it was once upon a time. Yeah. Let's see. You guys got experience at the end of last session, or some halfway through last session, didn't you? We got XP sometime. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. This is it's just, just for the new encounter. Just cool. for the Kalpi. Yeah. And the cat. And the cat. Oh, I thought we'd been out longer. Maybe I should have just gone straight. I should have voted for that. I'll up yes. so. Yeah. And then let's add. <laughs> so <some>. fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Should have brought a pirate fight. Everybody gets to bring home 654 experience points. Plus 10%. 654, yeah. 654. Six, if you have the 10%, it's 719. And you all do, yeah? We do this every yeah. time, don't yeah. we? Uh, I only have one of my pluses. Okay. So 654, 719. I'm at 14k. Nice. Almost 15, I guess. Wait, who? 
did I that, asked. Did I get you potato? Did you get there? I did. I have level. So I think it's nice. time to roll hit dice. Very exciting. All right, let's see it. You roll 1d8 plus con mod, and your con mod is two. All right, come on. I'm, I'm hoping for that eight. <sighs> okay. All right, right, Nick. Let's see the mm-hmm. one. Let's see it. Ho ho! Love to see that. Love that. Not bad. It's a solid increase there. Yeah. So, 19 and a half now. On the day of my inspiration, I'd like to bring the whole party outside and I'll cast Call Lightning. Oh, now shit. this is a powerful spell. It takes you 10 minutes to like channel the storm energy around you to make it happen. So I will say that we normal asked what he's casting. Does he say or no? Uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say I I think I can call lightning now. Let's cast it on the back side of the island so people. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. We're gonna do this like semi semi discreetly. Like the people yeah. looking, it'll just look like a thunderstorm. Cool. So I just want to show them to like look at the awe of what my god can do. Give oh me some god. flavor around what it looks like, what what your actions are when it, you take like 10 minutes to summon a storm or channel the storm around you into like lightning strikes. Oh shit, I didn't really think it through. Um, what, what does Sail look like when he is calling lightning out of the sky? He definitely like has his arms spread like and he's like very slowly like moving them and calling them and i imagine like there's like little drops of water by his feet that are just kind of barely mm. levitating like the mm. static electricity is just causing like a mist to form around him and mm. uh it's like it's like gravity is reversed just for like very tiny droplets of mist and air around him as he is you know chanting or kind of mumbling or sort of speaking uh Chanting? Do I want to be chanting? No. Do his eyes change? Yeah, I'd say my my eyes go like a lightning purple as I'm doing it. Mm. Like a bright violet. Hair starts to stand. Everyone's hair starts to stand on end a little bit. Hell yeah! Hair starts to stand out. You start to get tingly, bad feelings. Like you know, your bones start to get. You got bad elbows. Starts to look rheumatism sort of stuff. Yeah, I feel like that taste in the air that it's about to rain. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and I'm going to basically spend that time just calling down uh, bolts of lightning on the sea. Like, and these are, these are like horrific, like thunderous, like if that hit near you, you'd be deafened. Uh, What's the range on it? Oh, uh. 360 yards. What's that in kilometers? It's like a a kilometer. It's 360 meters. Oh, yeah. It basically turns me into like a lightning bolt turret. It does five d8 damage. No, seven d8 damage every round. If every I turn, every ten rounds. Every, yeah. every, oh, every ten, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. How far away is the dock in Flotsam? That is a great question. Like, could he stand on the edge of our island and sink the White Prince's ships as they come by? Oh shit! That would be so cool. Um, the range between your island and Flotsam Island is... 
is about like five miles. So oh, it's okay. way it's way too far for you to actually be striking it. It'd probably be too dangerous if it was that close. Like people would be able to see us walking around. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Well, I think once you know, once we're all done and the ship's fixed, I think we head out to the island. But if we've got more to role play, I think I'll check in with Wiley and ask him how Bobby was doing. Archie is again like super. Um... He, he thinks this is so fucking cool. He's like lifting up little Johnny. He's like, did you see that? Did you see what this guy can do? Holy fuck. So cool. Bobby's staring like mouth agape in awe as Sale calls down these bolts. Wiley shuffles over to the rest of the party at Furrows' brow. <clears throat> I've seen this sort of magic before. I've seen the White Prince's clerics on their warships call down lightning strikes on ships afar. Who is this man? Where does he get these powers? I haven't heard him mention that bastard god Astaire, not once. I think he talks to Sand or something. No one will speak up. Hush now, Uh, simpleton. The men are speaking. He looks over to to Nilrum. I can explain inside. Um, follow me. And he will walk with you. I'll motion if John wants to come as well. Sure. Okay, I, uh, I'm gonna take him. Archie feels extremely. Yeah, extremely I mean, I. Yeah, he kind of was an asshole to Archie. I guess I skipped over that. Oh, yeah. oh we have Archie on too. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'll get bring Archie with us. If we, if yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys can step inside. So as we're the all, storms we're all going rage. to gossip about sail, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to take him down to the... Uh, we have two rooms, right? We have one lined with silver and one lined with lead. Mm-hmm. This is like uh, this is like Sale's like worst nightmare, by the way. He's like, oh, guys, come check out this cool thing. And they like stay for two minutes and then leave. I'm going to take everybody to the one lined with silver. Mm-hmm. Shut the door. And uh, I'm going to kind of explain to him what me and Captain Winter saw... Uh, I will whisper at the lowest tone in his ear, uh, Rohi, and like say the name and see if that rings a bell with him if he's ever heard of it before. Cocks his head to the side. What was that? Rohi? What's that? And What's then, a Rohi? Willie, shut up. Willie, I'll explain Willie, to him Willie, don't that say he can, it, Willie. Yeah, he can never say this again. Um, I, I thought he would already understand this because I told him what happened when we said it. Um, on the ship, on the rowing ship with Captain Winters and how yeah. Sale doesn't want us talking about it ever. Um, Listen, Willie, you ever hear the uh, the villagers around here talk about something lurking in the water, how people never wash up on shore alive? You hear about that? I'm... We're in the center of a great maelstrom. Of course no one ever washes up on shore alive. Oh, well, Sale did. We all did. And ever since he washed up on that shore, he's been able to do this kind of thing. I wouldn't go around saying that name if I were you. I think uh, whatever's down there taking sailors' souls is the same thing causing those lightning strikes to come down. And, uh, well, it helps me sleep at night to think if he's on our side, he's not on the enemies. My nod. Old man Wiley looks around at the assembled people, furrows his brow, and goes, Are you serious? You're not, deadly serious. not pulling some prank over here, are you? No, Wiley, we're not. He looks at Archie. And this thing, this... Mm-hmm. 
associated with sand. That's how he casts his spells. He pats Archie on the back. Uh, I'm sorry, lad. I didn't mean to come down on you. I thought you were just being stupid. Listen, uh, Sale is... He's, you know, he, he wants friends. He's, he's a lonely, a lonely man. I don't think we should be down here gossiping about him. Let's, let's keep him on side, you know? I think he's we don't want this guy hell. turning against us. Can do? No idea how he does it, but it's crazy. He does you all sorts. You seen him butcher those people? <laughs> Hanging their heads up all on the gate? I didn't see it. No one told me about it. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Let's go. There's a there's a darkness in it. Let's make Let's sure we use the fire passage. Yeah. It's like this is like in high school when everyone like suspects one guy to be like a potential <laughs> school shooter and they all go up to him <laughs> and try to mess up. <laughs> oh hey Sale, how you doing, man? Oh, what are you what are you doing at the weekend? Oh, that sounds great. Yo, we're having a party. Um. <laughs> The storm rages, oh. lightning calls down. Sale, you're out there with Bobby, uh, and it takes a moment for you to realize that the others have, have gone inside. Um, but Bobby's standing transfixed, staring at the storm, when all of a sudden the, the waves begin to rise, the tides swell forward, and begin to crash at the base of the island, sending spray hundreds of feet into the air. Waves far more powerful than should be around this area at this time, even with this call lightning spell. It feels like the waters themselves are turning with seething anger and rage. I am going to stop what I'm doing and I, I assume I noticed this and it's kind of like, hmm, this looks supernatural. This doesn't look... It does, but you are casting a call lightning spell. Do you think hmm. it's the spell that's causing this or do you think it's another thing that's causing this? What What is your interpretation of the, like, storm surge and the high spray and the big waves? That would be, to me... I don't know, because it's hard, because the way Rohi, his anger, has been described before is stillness. Mm -hmm. So this could be, like, the sea went still and, like, went like glass. Whereas this could be, he's, like, pleased that I've reached this power level. So I'd be mm -hmm. like, hell yeah, I'm doing good. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, thumbs up on the ocean. I'm doing Excellent. great, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The waves splash up to greet you. The uh, mist coming from them just levitating around you as the static bounces through the air. You can feel the, I guess your interpretation is pleasure of your patron for reaching new heights and new levels. And I think this is where we will take our second break and we'll come back on the other side with a little more Tides of Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party has rested. Um, the ship is needing some repairs. I would like you to make me a singular carpentry check here, Pokemon. But before you roll it, um, success means that you've repaired the ship good enough that we never have to worry about it again. Failure means that you've done a pretty decent job of repairing the ship, but like it's not perfect and the ship has not fully like healed itself and it's not at full capacity and you'll need um, someone who is a shipwright to do the repairs. Got it. Are there any spells I could use to help him, by the way? Oh, never mind. No. No, this is on him. Nice. Epic, epic carpentry check. 
Um, it's fine. You patch it up. It's good as there, new. You slap some. Aren't you can do. Slap some. What do you call it? Tar on the inside, and you are good to go. A week later, the yeah. party is ready to set out with the carts in its barrel. I assume you let the cat walk around the base. You don't just leave it in a barrel for a week, right? I think I will try and keep it enclosed in at least one area of the base. Maybe not just one room, but I want to keep like some closed doors because this place is fucking huge. It could get, you know, it could get lost. Can a cat get lost? I mean, I, I yeah. think what what I would have said to the party is, since the cat really likes Willie and oh god, Billy, what's or um, Bobby, Bobby, w- w- Wiley and Bobby, I think it is. Um, I would have said we should let them like. Spent time with the cat in a room, maybe closed doors, so the cat doesn't go crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah. Well, that like, look leaving, up the cuts. It goes in the barrel, yeah. Okay. So, cat goes in the barrel. Barrel goes on the boat. Cat freaks out in the barrel. Hates being in the barrel. Hates being in the barrel. And it's going to be in the barrel for, uh, it's about... Eight, Nine hours between places, so one, two, three, about a day and a half. About a day and a half. And off we go. Looking for... Where are we looking for, Nick? Where are we going? Alcastar on the island after Summer Isle, I'm told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. We are looking for Colrogia Isle. Colrogia. Colrogia. And let me make some encounter checks. See if we have any of these open water encounters yet. Oh, I guess we did just have one. No. It's an easy day and a half to pull Rogia. You make your way past White Sands, and for the first time, you pass the Deadlands on your journey. The Deadlands um, is a fascinating place from the outside. It's this sort of rounded island with just a big mountainous ring that runs all the way along it. And there's a little bit of foliage, a little bit of greenery right near the base, right where some water runs out of those mountains, but for the most part the place is barren and desolate and there's no life there. You don't see any birds making nests on the shore, you don't see any creatures coming out of the water, you don't see any people or monsters on the land. It is just empty desolate ring mountain next to the beach. Miller and Sale, what is that place? Anyone live there? Uh, I've never seen it before. Or would I? Sorry, I just switched the Discord region to make everyone work. We good now? You sound okay to me. Sale? Hello? Hello? Uh, can you hear me? Mooton, can we hear you? No, we can't hear Mooton, I don't think. But should we just switch to Zoom? Yes, let's just switch to Zoom audio. Sorry, everyone. Hello, hello? Hello, hello? Hello? Does this work? I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. Can't hear Mooton, though. Can't hear Mooton. Hello? I hear he's, Potato. He's, he's switching his audio, I think. Mr. Moon? 
swapping his mic. So, uh, so look, why don't we, yeah, we just talk with Adam, it's fine. Yeah, I, I look over the edge of the boat at this uh, island while we're passing it, the volcano, and I just use my spyglass to look across the shore for signs of humans. Does anyone live there on the shores? Or is it completely desolate? Completely desolate. I... Do, uh, would I have passed this island without knowledge of it on my first time I was here? Oh. Maybe I would have heard a sailor tell a tale. Give me a d20 and roll very high. Yes, you have heard a story about the Deadlands last time you were here. This is one of those islands that resisted the White Prince's ruling. This is one of those places where people didn't want to fall in line. Um, similar to that other island you were at. Um, but instead, this place, the White Prince, the legend goes, and everyone looks at this legend with a bit of an eye roll because it sounds too impressive to possibly be true. But the legend is that the White Prince dropped a literal mountain on the island, and the whole thing just sort of, like, imploded and exploded, and this used to be a different shape, and now it's just this, like, massive deadlands of mountain range that nothing in which nothing lives it is considered a a cursed place uninhabitable by creatures and no one visits it um there is great fear and trepidation concerning the island is it surrounded by mountains with a hollow inside that is the speculation is that there is a a mountain that is the, the border and that within mm-hmm. the mountain, there is a lake with another mountain within it. Assess, is this working? Yes, yeah. yes, we can hear you. Hi. But that... all I can see with the spyglass is the sides of mountains. Right, right. You can't see within it. Um, yeah. But you've been told, or uh, sales been told, that within it is a lake or a sea with another mountain deeper within. But no one's really been there. It might not look like that at all. No one so goes if, here. If Sale's telling me this, I'll say, um, uh, you know, it could just be superstition. You know what people are like. You know, if we ever need to bury some treasure, it might be a good spot to put it. Yeah, it could be. Um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to see if I can uh, read Nomen, but I'm actually doing a moment reading uh, mm. spell. <clears throat> I, I, I wanted to ask you a, actually a clarifying question. Mm-hmm. Can I actually even cast this? Because the material component is different but like i assume i can uh, moment reading oh because it has a 36 small discs made of polished bone engraved with runes that represent numbers yeah you're gonna need to get those separately that's a, an extra component you don't have that okay yet. Uh, all right i would assume i would know that and then i wouldn't be able to cast of course it, so. yeah okay. and you wouldn't have memorized it yeah 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 um what did, what did captain Winter say again might be a good place to bury treasure if it's just superstition. Uh, it could be. Um, probably worth exploring it before we commit to anything like that. Maybe we'll finally we'll we... know something about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But the last time we went on an island that resisted the White Prince, we didn't have a great time. That's true. Yeah, looks like whatever he did to this place might have been even worse than what he did over there. 
Or it could be just bullshit and this island's been here forever. Yeah. It is strange though. If what they say is true and there really is a circular mountain range, it's a bit weird. I mean, I'm no geologist, but uh, I've not seen something like that before. Listen, your your knowledge is as good as mine. I've never seen anything like this in my life. It's a place down in back in Arcadia with like a peninsula of mountains, but I've never seen a perfect little circle like that. Maybe it is the God's work. I guess this is all the God's work. Why don't you stick your head under the water and ask him? And I'll like slap him on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Oh uh, yeah. By the way, um, you should you should keep an eye out because. Mooton, uh, Nilrim told Wiley about when I sort of like nod my head to the water. But is he is he uh, trying to get everyone killed? Like, what is he at? He's uh, he's a wizard, you know. He thinks he knows better. He's arrogant. He's an arrogant asshole. That's what he is. He doesn't respect Not just the, the gods. Trust me, you don't worry about me. Sale, I respect the gods. I've seen what you can do. I've seen what that uh, god of yours is capable of. Yeah, you won't catch I, any problems from me. Trust me. And that's why I'm like, I'm, and that's why we're on the same team, Captain. We're buddies. That's right. I'll like that's right. Awkwardly offer him my hand. Yeah, I, I, I shake. Yeah, give you a you know sort of worried <laughs> nod. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him like a very toothy and uncomfortable smile. Like, I think I, I draw you. I draw you in a bit close, and I, I whisper in your ear. So yeah. West look good, right? The, the deal's still on. My my soul? Oh, I think... I, I'd have to talk to him again, but I think we might be okay, um, considering you guys have done a lot of work since then. You're a good guy. You're a good guy, so... Alright. And I, uh... I'll, I take a seat on the boat. I was thinking I was standing up to look at the, um... to look at the deadlands, but I they sit back down, and I reach into my jacket and pull out a bottle of rum. But I'll take mm -hmm. a swig off and hand, hand to sail. Mm -hmm. And I'll uh, have a drink. Yeah. You pass the Deadlands, and many hours later, uh, as the sun is going down, you can see the great mountain known as Solstice Mountain, or Mount Solstice, arriving, er, not arriving, but appearing on the horizon. It will be late by the time you get towards Summerland Island. But Mount Solstice is the first thing to appear. You might be able to catch the lights of Port August as you pass in the night, slowing the rate of your ship so that you don't, you know, accidentally run aground into something as you sail by. And the next day, when the sun rises and you can pick up your pace, you can make yourself your way to Colrogia, an island inhabited primarily by dwarves, some other wee folk involved. It has a, a singular mountain range that sort of forms like a, a U-shaped protective area that faces the, the, you know, the southeast side, southwest side of the island. There's a small little village with a single dot coming out of it. And you can see like little smokestacks rising, uh, little bits of smoke rising all along the coast up and down where there must be like dozens and dozens of little tiny villages. There are a couple of trees here and there, but for the most part, the island is sort of you know, it's got the mountain range, and then it's kind of flat with some farmlands. There's just a little bit of trees. It looks surprisingly peaceful and quaint. 
and nice. You know, it's not this thick, heavy jungle or this barren wasteland of a desert. It's not like a haunted ring of where God dropped a mountain. Um, not like these other places you've been to. It looks quaint. Looks peaceful. And as the wizard Nilrum has told you, this is where most of the salt of this area comes from, from the dwarves who work here. It's very clearly well under the White Prince's domain. They fly the White Prince's flag for everyone to see. Mm. Um, yeah. So you made out like there's like a little mini mountain range in the center of the island. Mm -hmm. Can we pull around to a point so that the mountains are in between us and the town? Absolutely. You to. can sail to the other side of the mountain. Uh, and as you get to the other side of the mountain, you see the backside of the mountain range is a fairly desolate, not quite wasteland. Maybe steppe is a little bit better, or maybe a combination between steppe and desert. Um, there's like grasses in some areas and barren dirt in others. That covers about maybe half of the backside of the island. Uh, cool. You could land your boat here, but then it would just be like a walk across open, barren land for, I don't know, ten mi eight miles or something. I mean, maybe. I think we kind of have to. We we can't have the boat being found. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll say to the party and say, this place looks desolate and it'll be a tough walk around, but I think that's better than having the sheriff around here finding our ship again. I nod. Mm -hmm. I'll agree. All right. Great. You guys can pull into the back of the island pull this boat far enough up onto shore that you feel like it's not going to get washed away even at high tide. And mm -hmm. the four of you plus a cat, cat. in a barrel? A cat? Cat's yeah. in a barrel, yeah. I'll carry the cat in the barrel since Archie went. It's a big barrel. Are you going to carry the cat in the barrel the whole way? Well, I can't risk the cat running away, so... Mm. Right, you don't right. have anyone here that can handle the cat, yeah. No, so um, yeah, there's not really much choice. Yeah, it's pretty unhappy in the barrel. I mean, the cat. I mean, it's fine. We're giving it away, so. Okay. It'll right. be happy. You know, it's in. We've got its best interests at heart here. It was. It was going to die before we've mm -hmm. saved its life. Um, it's not our fault. The cat's too stupid to realize true. it. True. Captain Winters, have you handed that note off to anyone else to read? Have you read it actually aloud to them in full at any point during this thing, or are you the only one to have read it by now? I'm the only one to have read it. I will read it for chat, though. It's a pretty cool note if you want me to. Uh, you know, I want you to make your own decision on this. I just wanted to make sure we're aware of the situation on the ground. Well, I mean, I'm if saying you read it that... for chat, I won't metagame it. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. saying that I don't read it to the party, but I'll yeah, read it yeah. for the chat and for, for, the, sure. for the rest of the players. Okay, so it says, uh, to whoever, whomever finds this, we have been becalmed by the cursed Kelpie. Her veg binds us in place, and at night she surfaces and calls. The first night, two men answered her and were lost below the surface. We were ready the next night with bolts and flame. Yet two more men were charmed by her and lost to the waves. The third night, we gave her all our treasure, all our wealth, all our goods in an attempt to placate her. One man was lost that night. The next, we cuddled under the decks, hiding from view. Yet the charms reached us still. Now only I and our trusty ship's cat remain, and I fear this is the end for me. The cat remains unaffected by her charms, so I have left her food and water in hopes that she will be found. I strike a deal with you now. Take Mamushi onto your ship. Treat her like a member of your own crew, and I shall endow you with her wealth. With her wealth. Bring her in this letter to Wilmington in Oaky Star. Swear you will care for her, and the treasure is yours. I will attempt to set out in the morning on the last skiff to seek shelter, but I expect I shall not make it. Farewell and good luck, Captain Starbuck. I, I mean, you were honest with the party, no? Yeah. yeah. 100%, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you march Any, across. For, for the record, the reason I don't read it out there, I think it's good for, as the captain, to have some air of mystery about what's going on. You know, yeah, I've got right. all the details. You, you, you get the details you're given, even though they are technically all the details. Mm-hmm. You're not magical, so you're like power comes from knowledge. Exactly. Things you know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I can move around really quietly. That's my power. <laughs> you march across the wasteland here. Luckily, you've brought some water from your ship with you and your water skins as you make your way, spending half the day or so getting across the, the barren wastelands, heading for the mountains, finding yourself um, in a nice grove of trees right where the desert ends, right where the, the cool winds and the, the moisture can blow past the mountains instead of getting caught by it. Um, and in the edge of the grove of forest, you Let can it be known. see... Uh, when we were in our base, cast beacon on the cat, just so if the cat is <laughs> Amazing. fucking gone, um, I could find it. Is that chill? I don't think you can do it on a living object. The object will radiate magic at a Similar... specific frequency. Is it, is it wearing a collar? You could do it on a cat's collar. Yes, it does have a little collar. With I'll a do it on a plaque that says Mamushi. That's fine. Um, yeah. That's yes, fair, yeah. it's an object, not a creature, though. But yeah, yeah, cool. totally. <clears throat> uh, so one week per level, so I'll know where he is for four weeks if I do detect magic or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. Excellent. You make your way to the little woods section that sort of marks the end of the, the desert over here. And through the trees, you can see there is a small village. And when I say a small village, I mean few houses, but also like small houses, like dwarven or halfling sized village. Like the rooftop is maybe six feet tall, but the doorway is only like four and a half, maybe five feet tall. What is it made tall. out of? Uh, this building is made out of stone. Large nice. stone blocks, a little bit of mortar between them, thatched roof on top, little stone chimney, smoke swirling out the top. You can <clears> see <throat> moving throughout the little miniature village, our little miniature people uh, hauling goods back and forth. They How much look- shorter are they than us? These look to be halflings. They are about, uh, I want to say three and a half feet. Let me just double check my, I can't remember. My memory is not that great. I'm kind of like a goldfish. Um, they're about three feet tall. I can I can assume Archie has seen halflings, dwarves before, in like Redport and stuff like that. Where you would have seen them. They're about yeah. yeah you're not going to be surprised by them, but you probably yeah. haven't had a, a huge number of interactions. It might he, give you the he, creeps though. No, he thinks they're really funny actually. Oh, nice. You, are you going to talk to these people, uh, Mister Winners? These people? I don't think so. Well, what language do they speak? They speak halfling back in Arcadia. Probably speak common as well. Maybe. I mean, unless one of these guys is Wilmington, I don't think we got any business with them. Well, maybe we could speak with them to find Wilmington. Well, are we in Okastar yet, Neil, or not? Uh, Nilrum has told you that Okastar is the main town on yeah. the island of Colrogia. You're on some village at the ass end of, ta- of the island. Uh, we don't care I've, about these. Yeah, I've got no interest in the halflings. Fuck yeah, the halflings, maybe, Koibu. Yeah. Maybe we could hire one to take us to the town faster. He'd know the local routes. I don't know. I don't trust short people who aren't dwarves. <laughs> Sounds... <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give us a backstory for that one, Moot? No, not really needs a fucking backstory again. 
He feels very strongly about specific sects of yes. people. <laughs> it's true. Right. We ignore uh, the halflings now. Stop yeah. trying to make the halflings happen. We don't care. We don't yeah, give a fuck. Ignore the halflings. You can walk it within fuck the it. grove of trees in the nice shade, carrying your barrel. You'll mm. pass a couple of villages, um, and eventually you'll come to a place where the mountains get kind of close to the shore. There's maybe like a half mile between them. Um, and so you can like go up into the mountains on high ground, or you can you know walk more easily along, uh, outskirting the mountains, which is where the little path that you're following tends. You will pass um, on this little path a cart pulled by two donkeys, manned by a dwarf with uh, four halflings in the back, as well as a large pile of potatoes, and they are um, trotting down the road in your direction. Now that I think, I will uh, hail these people over. Uh, hail! Dwarven friend. Or, you know, gives the reins a little jimmy, gives a... Hello there! Calls out to you. The hell are you doing over here? We're just visiting. Hey, uh, what's the name of the village you're going to? Dunton. Dunton. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Well, um... Unless you got any questions for us, you know, safe travels. Just needed to get the lay on, you know. Where the hell are you going? We're going to Okastar. Mm. He points behind him. Yep, that direction. You're headed the right path. Thank you. I thought so. My uh, my navigator here is one of a kind. I give him a tip of the hat that I stole from that shitty bard that you wanted to force upon us. Dwarf <laughs> cocks his head to the side and goes, "Y'all look might bit familiar. Have we met before? Have you have you been we... to Colrogia before? Yeah, we've been around these parts mm. from time to time." Not many folks your size come out of the main town. What brings you to the Outlands? Just I'll seeing the sights. on the back and say, this one really likes small folk. Mm, the friend of the <laughs> wee folk, are you? I nod. <laughs> A friend of the dwarves. His eyebrows raise, understanding the discrepancy, uh, the difference you are implying. Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Stout like stout, wouldn't you say? He no. looks at you and he's like, eh, you're, not, you're not actually all that thick. No one's got 15 con. He's calling you fat, Norm. Oh, he's he calling will, you not uh, fat. He's Norm saying will, you. Norm will shrink himself to the dwarf's height. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, reduce. No, what are you doing? Don't do that. <clears throat> oh, well, fuck it, dude. <laughs> he goes dwarf. down to whatever the dwarf's height, which is like probably 40% smaller. Yeah. Uh, he looks at you quite surprised and goes, Oh, well, a stare bless you today, good sir. What are, what are you doing? You know we're not meant to be casting any magic outside of official business. Stop that at once. Revert it now. <laughs> I nod. Sorry, I'm just so in love with the stare that I forgot myself for a second. <laughs> it's not Wait, every day but- that you meet a... A well-rounded, joyful cleric or wizard of us—a wizard, I assume. I don't see a big, big dangly bit from your neck. I know. My my, my friend, please. Um, I must apologize. For this, if if word were to get out that my companion here was casting his spells outside of official business, we'd be in lots of trouble. Could I pray that you overlook this uh, small mistake and keep it to yourself? Would you say your name was? I didn't. 
Is it just one dwarf, Koibu? It has one dwarf and four halflings in the back of the cart. In the potato cart. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no one's been drinking a lot today, and you know, I kind of fucked up. I forgot that we were on a, a stair-only place. <laughs> are you, are you asking me to, to, to not be truthful to the law? Of course not. Of course not. If you're questioned, then feel free to answer truthfully. But I would appreciate if you could not go out of your way. This one loves dwarves so much he wanted to impress you, even putting his own life at risk with the law. He just looks just really confused. It's like, oh, okay. Right, well, I'm headed that way. I'm headed of to Dunton. To Dunton, yes. Good day. Are you just bringing these halflings? Oh, I got a cart I... full of potatoes. We're heading off to make some whiskey. I hear you make the best potatoes in all of... Uh... The Dardens. The trick is the spices, and it's hard. It's it can be difficult to get the right amount of paprika. You know, doesn't come here. Comes all the way from the spice islands over in Arcadia. It's difficult to get in large quantities, but the right amount of paprika with a little salt and a little black pepper mm, makes yeah. the potatoes just mwah, right. Mwah, mwah. But you're, these uh, these are whiskey import- potatoes that we're making. You're importing paprika from Arcadia, right? Well, I'm not doing it, but, you know, some bloke or lass over there is. I'll have to check the records. I didn't realize there was that kind of import coming into this island. I... You're not the... I, uh, I will take out, like, uh, the piece, like, the notes, right? The the guy wrote, the captain wrote, and I'm gonna, like, take that out and, like, feign, like, with a feather, like, writing something down and put it back in my... Put it back in my pocket. What and feather? Say, you don't have like a makeshift quill on hand. You can't just magic a quill. I have, I have feathers. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have any ink. There's no way you can fake writing. You need to like pull out a, a thing of ink and a feather. Mm, okay, it's okay, a more complicated yeah. procedure than. I, I understand what you're doing, but we gotta, you know. Okay, well, anyway, I, see if he believes it. <laughs> take out the piece of paper and I like look at it, like sort of go scan it down with my finger, like narrow my eyes a little bit, and then look at him. Is that the job of the Inquisitor in Ports, my lord? It is. How much for a few potatoes? Me and my friends are just getting on our way. I'm hoping to take them all for whiskey. They're not cooked, but I'd sell you a potato for a copper. I'd flick him a copper. Wait for him to throw me a potato from his height. Reaches back and, like, backs you for a minute. Rummages around, like, pulls out two potatoes, looks at them, gives you the better one, and chucks it your way. I chuck him another copper. Take two off my personal wealth. I I should be getting on. Uh, Wait, what did he see? Season's greetings, Seawall. What did you say your name was? I didn't. Could you tell me your name, please, Master Dwarf? (sighs) He stops the donkeys again. (laughs) Of course, for an agent of Astaire, I'm happy to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Mona. Nice to meet you, Mona. And I will go to shake their hand. And after I'm done shaking their hand, I will pluck a hair from their beard. Ow! For safekeepings. And then I hand it to Nilrim. Nilrim will take it and put it in a... <clears throat> he hitches the donkeys again quickly. And uh, they start moving forward. The little halflings on the back all wave to you guys as you go by. And soon you find I yourself... I flip them off. And you find yourself on your way once more. But now, by now, the sun is getting low. 
You are some miles yet from the main town as it is getting dark and we are the day before the new moon. So it is going to get real, real dark, like untravelable dark. You've not yet hit the main town. You guys can try and make um, camp out in the wilds or are you guys going to try and find a place to stay oh, yeah. in one of these Real villages? quick, while this entire conversation was going on, Archie registered none of it because he was way too distracted fucking laughing his ass off at like the tiny houses. He's like, John, look at the, look at the doors. Oh my God. This... He's like, is he looking at like the fence post? He's like, I could just step over this. This is so fucking this shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could step over. You're gonna have any trouble getting a drink in this town. Then you're not gonna fit in anywhere, Archie. I'll have to bring it out to you. What are we? Uh, what are we gonna do, guys? We're gonna keep walking here, or let's just make camp. Uh, if anything bad happens, I can rope trick us up. Whatever comes will fuck off by the time it's probably over. Well, Seems fine. Yeah. Do we have things to make camp here? I mean, it's not hot. It's not cold out. You can. Okay. Just like lie down on the grass. Yeah. Okay. Well, I must have yeah. drank too much on the ship, Captain. I completely forgot where we were. <laughs> I just. Yeah, I don't know how. Isn't that your whole reason for leaving? It's <laughs> my bad. <laughs> yeah. Just uh. Just see to it that doesn't happen again, Nora. Yeah, I nod. Can't keep these lies up for forever. One time we're gonna slip up. Even my silver tongue has its limits. To be fair, I think you made it a little bit worse. I don't know about that. Uh, Listen, I think you made it worse. With stuff like that, you've got to go in heavy, heavy from the start. Shut them up. Make sure they don't ask too many questions. That guy was getting suspicious. He'd seen us. He recognized us. I should have killed him then. Well, there's no need for that. I mean, that's how we ended up with such big targets on our back in the first place. Murdering innocent dwarves and halflings. It's, it's not good for business. I wouldn't want to murder a dwarf. Can we get some of those potatoes with the paprika? That sound delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah, here, Archie. I throw him just a raw potato. <laughs> I will. Yeah, Archie, Archie, I'll, I'll cook it for you. I we've got a bit of a fire going now. I'm gonna like take some of the like I'm gonna dig a little hole, mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna put a little bit of um, dirt. Like I put the potato in the hole, put a little bit of dirt over it, and then put some of the embers from the fire on top of that, and then. Put more dirt on top, and then in an hour or two, that should be cooked, and Archie can have a cooked potato. Ah, mm. oh, fuck! That's why the dwarf knew us, because of the fucking flyers. Not because yeah, right. I, not because I had the bard hat on. No. <laughs> I thought he. I thought he thought that I, we were the people from Spike's crew. Fine. Oh no! Yeah, it's the flyers, right? Eighteen inch, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, you wake up the next morning. To a little bit of rain falling on you. It's not a lot. It's enough to like wake you up and make you have to go, you know, run for some shelter, or some cover. Um, the stars, of course, are never out. They're always, oh. well, they're not always blocked, but they're often blocked by the, the storms raging above. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I just thought it's salt flats, right? I try and find a bit of salt to season the potato with. Just oh, because, there's the salts know. are in special no. salty areas um, next to the shore. You'd have to wander into Sorry. town to find that, unfortunately. I guess it's an unseasoned potato. Sorry, Archie. Yeah, it's not great. No butter, no salt. Yeah, he's, covered he's in not dirt. Particularly enjoying it. Better than the raw potato you were gonna eat. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the morning comes. The rain falls. It's gentle. It's nice. It's sort of refreshing. 
makes you get up early, right, as the sun's coming up, and march inland, or along the coast you do, a couple hours later, passing some of these spell in the morning. I cast Wizard Luck on the uh, the barrel. You can't that no is lock, now right? forever trapped. In what the do you barrel. mean? The the top. That's a lock, right? Isn't that weird? Can you Wizard Lock a barrel? Upon a door, chest, or portable or portal magically locks it. A door. I guess. Yeah. Sorry. I, Our door didn't have lock. I thought it affected like an actual lock, but you're right. It doesn't. Yeah. I feel bad for the cat because I don't, I feel too risky to like let it out while we're camping, but I, I will like make a point of like holding it up and like vertical so it's gonna be hard for the cat to jump like out. Like Simba? Like, you know, like checking on it, making sure that it's not too pissed off. Oh, like, it's so angry. It's been trapped in a barrel for like three days, two days at least. A whole day yeah. on the boat and then another part of the day on the boat and then marching across here, it's just in the barrel. You know, occasionally get some food, occasionally get some water. But when you go to feed it, it doesn't want the food because it's pissed and it's angry and it's defensive, right? Mm. So. This poor creature has just been like the most miserable it's ever been in its life. But you're trying to do okay. the right thing. Yeah. I do my best. Um, so you end up passing by some more villages. You're the mountain where the mountains get close enough to the shore. The path goes around and actually treads in a village. Um, so you'll have to walk through one of these villages, actually like through the main section of it for a little while. I flip the halflings off as we go by. I, I ask everyone to like pull their cloaks up over their faces. Uh, yeah. Not in the village we're going through, just in the villages we walked past. Right. I wear my hat down over my face. Mm -hmm. I wear my sombrero that the bard had. I pull it down. It was huge. It was. I have nothing massive. to wear on my face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you can see there are a bunch of angry dwarves standing around the salt flats, hands on their hips, sort of pissed because their salt the is made by evaporation. And it's raining, so it's ruining their, their evaporative ponds right now. And they stand about grumpy and angry. Other people move to and fro. And three hours later, you make it into the town of Okistar itself. It is a smallish town, maybe, you know, six, 4,000 people-ish. There's a, a single dock that runs out into the water. There's a couple of boats floating out there beyond the dock, a couple of ships tied to the dock. You can see there are fishermen doing the, the classic Dardens fishing technique where they essentially just anchor themselves not too far offshore and then throw the nets in the water, let the fish moving with the current into the nets and then pull them up and toss them on board and then row themselves back in. Um, you can see that the the dock itself has like a wall that goes around it with only one way in and out that's got like a little gate. In theory, you could like hop the wall, but the wall's there mostly to like, you know, symbolically keep people out and have a, a checkpoint. There's a couple of guards standing nearby. They're all dwarves. The only human that nice. you see around these parts, um, uh, the, you know, that you see quickly and easily is the Inquisitor uh, wearing their helmet uh, with their squire running around, hoisting a shield for them, checking in on the things happening down in the port. Uh, the same the port helmet that the one in Flotsam, huh? Yes, yes. Um, but the, the port itself... Like, the actual dock area is walled off from the rest of the town. So you can wander through the rest of the town fairly easily, and you can see over the wall into the port if you need. Um, the Inquisitor is focused on guarding the port oh, area. Well, Milkman Sale needs to stay away from the Inquisitor. I'm tempted to say that we should split up as well. I don't think we should be walking around as a group of four. It kind of makes us easier to recognize, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we'll split up into two groups, like Nilram and Sale, 
and then me and Archie and Norman Sailor need to like stay out of the way of the Inquisitor big time. Unlucky, I tell you that I wizard locked it. <clears throat> Just so the cat couldn't get out at night. Uh, and then if you're gonna turn in the cat, I probably have to go with you. Okay, well let's split it up then, me and Norman will go. If, if you guys wanna ask around for this guy, um, what's his name? Yeah, where will we meet up and when, if you haven't found yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy's name is Wilmington. Um, I want to find like a tavern that's on the edge of town, maybe a bit of a scummier looking place. Let's see, how scummy are the taverns around here? They are not scummy in the slightest. They're all these quaint, nice places with like little flower beds on the windowsills, painted flowers and like vines crawling up the side. Some of them have like symbols of tradesmen or craftsmen. There's one with like lots of little piles of salt drawn all over the place. It's fucking idyllic. Oh, look, guys, this is a nice town. Take some leave, relax. We'll meet back, meet back here at sunset. Maybe give them some money, Captain? <clears throat> yeah. Um, we can do that. I will give them both 50 silver. What? For the day. Yeah. Take 50 silver each, Archie, and sail. It's 500 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Not bad. Hell yeah. It's not yeah. bad. I will add those to my character sheet. That's some spending money right there. I think I'm walking around with 21 gold for some reason. I forgot Ooh. to put it in my hoard. Um, so I'll go into this tavern and see if we get rooms there, Neil. Is there, a, is there an inn as well? Or... Uh, I mean, I'll find one that's a tavern and an inn. For sure. Uh, you can walk into this first tavern. Give me a perception check as you walk in. Are you just carrying the barrel through the tavern? No, I leave it with somebody else. Who, who bears the barrel? Me, the wizard luck guy. Got it. Yeah, I, uh, I got a ten, so I fell. Sure, yeah, you you step into the tavern. It's small. It's short. It's a little awkward to get through the door. The inside is tall enough that you can kind of stand, but like the rafters come almost all the way to your head. So you know, don't jump and don't like raise your hand suddenly. Inkeep, I'm looking for uh, some rooms for the night. Do you have vacancy? A uh, young dwarven boy trots on over to you, doffs his hat, and says, yes, yes we do, welcome, welcome my friend, to Delaware's home. Beautiful, nah, a lovely place you've got here. Mm. Could, could do with higher ceilings, but I suppose I can make do. Oh, it's all right, just walk around on your knees. That's what all the mm -hmm. others do. Uh, looking for four rooms, one night? Four rooms, one night. Four rooms, mm-hmm. That'll be 20 silver. It includes food and drink, uh, at least dinner and breakfast, and a, a pair of beers at each. Amazing. I will give this guy 30 silver. He looks at the extra silver you gave him and slides 10 of them back to I, you. I shake my head and hand it back to him. Uh, for a job well done. Thank you. Thank you, my lord. All right, we'll be, uh, which rooms are we in? And I'll take the room so we don't have to wake him up. Sure, he will um, lead you. The rooms here are actually downstairs in the basement. Uh, yeah. And they're just like, you know, uh, there's a hallway, rooms on either side. He just takes you to the first two on the left and the first two on the right. And you can see that there's like another eight, four on each side beyond. 
he tells you oh, we haven't had much call for visitors lately so place is open uh why not these four good enough for you and, perfect uh, here yes. you go and they're all dark and dingy um each one has like a candle sitting on the outside of the door and he tells you that you know you'll have to take light in there are some wells to allow light in during the day, but we're on the night of the full moon, so the rooms can get mighty dark at night. So here are the candle holders. If you run out of fire, come on upstairs. We always keep one burning in the hearth. And if you run out of candles, we have more on hand. Just give me a holler. Of course. Thank you for your hospitality. Uh, I have some business in town, but I'll be seeing you later tonight. What's your business? Oh, you know, a bit of trade. I'm an innkeeper. I love to hear about trade. It helps me connect people together. You know, I have had other clients come through. Maybe I can help you. What's your business? Just picking up some salts. You know, I deal in a bit of this, a bit of that. Mm. Take some salt from here. Deliver something else from somewhere else. You know how it is. I suppose you've already got all your contacts then. You know, I've been here for a while, you know, building up that book of uh, book of contacts, yeah. You did look familiar. I must have seen you about in town, but I don't recall you ever patronizing my my place before. No, I used to stay in another place. I forget the name of it now, on the other side of the town. Uh, I had some really bad service the last time I was there, so I thought we'd try somewhere new. Oh, right. I mean, have to you say, so far, it's been uh, very pleasant dealing with you. Motions the way upstairs, heads out with you. Um, and then we're going to flip over to the other players, the other party that split up. Um... Archie and Sale, where are you guys going? Uh, what are we doing, Sale? You know, that's a great question. We're looking for Wilmington. Yeah. And we were going to meet up at that inn at Sunset. Yeah. I'd say we'd probably stick, I'll say to Archie, uh, I think it's probably best that we stick to the outskirts of town, that Inquisitor guy, I think he has like this the helmet that like lets them know that I'm you know, really cool. You know, you saw the lightning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then, uh, yeah, well, well, what do you think? Do you think we should just walk around the outside and we can see if we can find? We're going to explore a little bit. I'll, I'll, kind of, I'll kind of exhale on to kind of do another another big trick. It's like, you did all these cool things, that, that that bomb you had in the water and the lightning. You think you can do do a little bit again? It's, it's so cool when you do it, Sail. It's like, oh, I really shouldn't, but like, I mean, it is really cool. It's so cool. Do you think? Uh, do you think I can learn how to do that? Maybe. Um, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask. Uh, you know who? The guy. The guy who gave me my powers. I'll ask him. Maybe you could learn to do things like this. Can I? Can I meet him? He seems really cool too. I don't. He's not a people person. He like he has one friend, and that's me. I'm like the. I'm the guy, you know, like you're, you know, he's like, I'm like his Archie to Captain Winners, you know? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He must be really cool then. He is. He's really, really cool. He gives me lots of help all the time, except, except when he doesn't, you know what? He's actually kind of an asshole because I keep asking him for help and he like doesn't do, well, I guess he gives me my power. So I guess that's enough help. I feel like that's really cool. You know, sometimes yeah. I ask John for some things and he disagrees. I think that's okay. I think it's more about staying loyal to your captain than it is, you know, wanting things for yourself sometimes. Yeah. I, I would say I'm really loyal to him because I, th- I think that's why we why we understand each other because we're like, we're loyal, aren't we? Yeah, but we really are. He did, he did say this thing once. Maybe really uncomfortable. He like, he said, you know, when I've 
you know, gotten rid of the white prince that he wouldn't need me anymore. But he kind of said it in a way like we were going to, I don't know, like break up afterwards. And maybe I wouldn't survive the... It was, it was weird. You know how someone says something weird like that to you? That, that is weird. I don't think Archie's ever said anything like that to me. Oh, sorry. I don't think I don't think John's ever said anything like that to me. I think he's. I, I, I'd like to think that you know, we go around, we have our adventures, and we get rich, and we travel the seas, and we're gonna we're gonna hang around and stick together. I I, I wouldn't think why. <laughs> why he would ever like leave me? And that's that's kind of a bad thought. Like, why would you stay loyal to someone, knowing yeah, that no, you're right. eventually you know leave you leave you hanging. Yeah, no, you're right. He 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 probably didn't mean it. I sh I should stay loyal because he he's he's giving me powers and stuff. Um, oh, and I will. I do, you, do do you think do you think John would just leave you after accomplishing something? I feel like he's you know gotten you as part of the crew. I wouldn't want to leave you hanging just because we've we've gotten something that we wanted and now we're done. Like I I, I feel like I feel like we'd like keep you around. You know. I don't, I don't. I think Neil Rimm would try to get rid of me. He I don't know something about me and that guy. We don't get along at all. He, he, he's always like trying to say, you know, remember the name that we're not supposed to say, you know, he's always saying it and it's like, it's making everyone real uncomfortable. <laughs> I think anyway. Norm just has some different opinions on free speech. <laughs> um, you know, you know, Magic Man, he, he's tough. Um, he's, he's powerful, kind of like you though, although I feel like He's never done anything really cool like you, you know? Like, I, I think he's actually like a really bad wizard. Don't tell him I said this, but I think he's like, like not very skilled. <laughs> <laughs> I think he kind of smells too, don't you think? Like he will... <laughs> Jealous. <sighs> no, okay, Archie, Archie, Archie. All right, I'll, uh... is there like an effect when I use Bless? Uh, yes, there is a visual effect, and if it's very quiet and you're paying attention, there's also a small audible effect. But you have to be, like, really paying attention to hear the, the audio. Like, okay, okay, Archie, I can't, like, do big magic here, but, like, give me your, um, give me your, uh, oh, God, what are the things you put on your fists called? Brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. Like, give me your brass knuckles, and I'll cast bless on them. I'll like, very them. surreptitiously, like, down a back alley. Yeah, and like yeah. I'll show him like the glowing, the very slight glowing. He thinks this is so cool. Thanks, Sal. I no, no worries, cool. dude. Thanks, thanks. I I think you're really cool too. You punched that guy and his head just. It was, was crazy, gone. wasn't it? <laughs> God damn. Yeah. We just certainly taught those people about the Crimson Fist. You yeah. like that name? I think it's really really cool. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Especially because, you know. You you punched a guy and his head exploded. Like that's yeah. that's the best part. Oh, where yeah. were we supposed to like find a guy? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what were we supposed to do? I don't know. I really like you, Archie. You know, I think I think yeah. we're gonna be good friends. We so you stand around and have a good time and chat in the back yeah. alleys and play with some magic. Yeah. Eventually, uh, Captain Winters comes back out of the inn and meets up with uh, with Nilrum, who's got the barrel with the cat in it. And I'm assuming the two of you go looking for this Wilmington dude? Yeah, I think that's the plan. I want to go into a different tavern and maybe have a drink or two and then try and ask the bartender. Mm -hmm. uh, Nilrum, any plans, approaches, things you want to add to the conversation? No. No, I'm good. <laughs> cool. 
yeah, you can walk into a tavern, have a couple of drinks. This tavern is a little bit deeper in town. And mm. would both of you give me charisma checks? Nellorum's walking in with the barrel, just having a great old time. Captain Winters, however, notices that there's a lot of a lot of glances coming your way, and that kind of makes sense. You're very tall people, um, mm. a little bit oddly dressed, walking around in a town of dwarves and halflings. You would expect people to be staring openly at you, um, but you've noticed there's the the look isn't like, wow, that's an unusual thing. I wonder who that Tay is. Uh, it's more of like, what the? There's like a concern and a worry mm. on their faces. Um, and as you look about, you feel concerned enough that you stop at, you know, you take a, a bit of a detour and sure enough, near the port, you're not in the port, but like near the port, plastered on the side of one of these stone buildings, is a wanted poster with the yeah. four of your faces on it. I take a look at this. You know, am I wearing my hat? I can't imagine you wouldn't wear your hat. No, in the poster, I mean. Uh, yeah, it kind of cuts off like at the forehead, so the hat is like not super visible in it. What's my uh, like my beard like in the poster? It would have been what it was like when you were walking around on Floatsome Island, so really yeah. scraggly, like just you a reminder, shaved in a while. We like shaved. Uh, Norm shaved his head at the very minimum, mm -hmm. um, and I think we changed up our appearance. But yeah, yeah you I mean, shaved I your head, but you wear a hat, so like. But my hat's new. That's true. It's a different hat. Different hat. Way different hat. Mm -hmm. um, the pictures are out of date for your appearance yeah. now. So. We've already had a couple of drinks, and the stairs are happening whilst we're drinking. Yeah. All right, after I finish the second drink, I'm going to go up to the bar, and I get a couple of gold coins in my hand ready to go, and I go up to the bartender and say, uh, Hey, old friend, I've hit settle top. Howdy. All right, and he does a quick counting on his fingers of the number of drinks you had. Three does he look each. Worried? Bartender? No, yeah. he's just sort of doing his thing. Three each at a five copper per beer. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty. Thirty copper, three silver. I, uh, I hand the two gold, slide them across the counter, and say, uh, look for a guy named Wilmington. He owes me some money. You know where I can uh, find him? I. I do. Nothing He's... serious. We're just, uh, I'm a merchant and need to sell my contracts. Hmm. Mm hmm. Lives in the two-story house, just this side of the wall of port. Thank um, you so much for the help. You'll you'll see a, a flag out front. It's got um, a salt shaker uh, across a sail uh, as a sigil. Perfect. Thanks for your help and uh, thanks for the drinks. Yeah, and he like, you know, takes a moment and regards you because you gave him two gold. That's a huge tip, right? You you almost yeah. paid ten times the amount for the drink. So he takes a moment to like figure out who the fuck this person is, and I'm gonna give him. A as check. as he's looking as he's looking at me quizzically, I reach a hand to shake his and say, uh, "Name's Waterford, Captain Waterford." Captain Washford. Waterford. Waterford. Yeah. Nods his head, grasps your hand, and give me another charisma check, Captain Waterford. You want low. Twenty-six. Unlucky. 
Waterford is, but you know, pronounced yeah, yeah, Waterford. Yeah. Sorry, I, your, your accent That's sometimes okay. is hard. That's um, okay. My poor American. You have a very ears. posh accent. Oh yeah, very posh. Everyone always very says posh, it. Very posh, yeah. yeah. It's the scousers <laughs> that are the real posh ones. Uh, you notice there's just a brief moment where his <laughs> eyes go like just a little bit wide, and the pupils dilate for just a moment, and you can see like a recognition as you shake his hand and, and stare into his face, and he tries to hide it, and he keeps his smile going and gives you a wave goodbye, but you can tell he's recognized you. I think successes for charisma checks are actually bad. No, he was recognizing me anyway. It was the fact that I recognized that he recognized me. Ah, uh, yeah. okay, okay. Based. All right, well, I give him... As I finish, like, shaking his hands and he sort of recognizes me, I give him, like, a, I give him, like, a slow nod, and then I draw my hand back and we'll walk out. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. Uh, you can no, walk I give, out. Let's no, go. grabs the barrel, shakes it a little bit. Does he hear the cow? What the meow? fuck? The cat pounces around and... Fucking hell. It's fine. Cat's cat's chilling. Um, as we get out of the place, I wanna I instruct Nilrim to like go around the court, the side of the building. I wanna watch and make sure this guy doesn't like immediately run out to tell the. Go around the side, I guess. Yeah, we'll wait and watch the door. Takes about two minutes before he steps out the door, locks it shut behind him, and trots off in the direction of the dock. Nah, nah. I fucking grab him as soon as he starts locking the door. Pull him around the corner. Uh, I will roll a d10 for surprise, and I'll give him a penalty because this is an unlikely thing for him. Yes, he is. Su- no, he's not surprised. Uh, you must make Jesus. just enough noise as he comes around the corner for him to like startle. Go ahead and make me an attack roll against AC10. Keep in mind, Nilrim is like also ready, so he might magic missile if he gets away. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, flank attack or anything like that. Uh, Back attack, yeah, right? plus one for flank coming from the side of him. Easy peasy. You grab a hold of the dwarf. You drag him around the corner, out of here. Oh, whoa, 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 I don't need any trouble there. No, 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 wait, wait. no, it's fine, it's fine. Listen, I thought we were getting on well. Where the fuck do you think you're going? For a walk? No, I don't think so. Let's have a conversation with him in the rope trick. No, don't cast any spells. Oh. Listen, Oh dwarf. my god, it is you. Can't you, how much gold do I have to cute skate to shut your mouth? At least for a few days. He holds up both his hands, wiggling his ten fingers before you. I draw a dagger from my from my butt, like sheath. He gulps How and closes gold? his eyes. Ten. How much gold? He sold five, ten. five. Five pieces of gold. Captain, we can't trust him. I give him 10 gold. All right. He holds his breath, like accepting the gold in his hands, but still waiting for the the second blow, the second shoe, the second shoe to drop. I give him 10 gold, which is a lot. As he's giving him 10 gold, I'd let him know, we're not bad people. Do not always believe what the white prince tells. Didn't you murder a whole bunch of soldiers? No. They tried to enslave us. You should see what they did on Sulphur Island. This white prince of yours is not the saint he claims to be. I understand you've got duties, but just keep your mouth shut for a couple more days. We'll be out of here. Then you can tell whoever you want. The dwarf nods his head up and down very, very fast. I'll be coming back around this way tonight. 
I don't want to see any trouble. Trust me, if the guards come for me, they won't catch me, but I'll get to you before I leave. The head shakes rapidly. Alright, alright, let's go. God, I love dwarves. And he picks up <laughs> the barrel and we continue on. He goes back to the door, unlocks it, op- goes inside, slams it shut. You hear it lock, and then you hear like a second lock and a third lock. Um, and then the shutters begin to across the whole tavern. Though so if he'd land there, though, right? Um, no, there were, you guys were the only ones in the middle of the day here in the tavern. All right. We hurry on to the guy's two-story house. Yeah, easy peasy to, to find. Yeah, it's one of the only two-story buildings in town. It's right next to the uh, the wall around the dock. You can look over the dock and see the the Inquisitor there who is sitting in a chair, rocking back and forth, long sword across his lap in its sheath. Um, his squire is nearby holding... Actually, no, the squire can't be nearby because uh, he's holding the shield. The squire has set the shield against the wall of the house maybe 30 feet away and is holding an umbrella over the the Inquisitor to keep them out of the rain as they scan the port and more or less chill because nothing's going on. All right, when I get a view on him, I'm going to make sure we go around the way to this guy's house that stays completely out of his potential view line. Yeah, it's not... I mean, it's a little bit difficult, but you can do it. Then um, I'll go up to the door and... No, no one's gonna like stay out of the way until the guy answers the door. Yeah. I'll go and knock on the door and wait for him to answer. Give a couple I'm gonna, raps. Uh, I'm gonna pull the cat out. I the way I do it, keep the barrel closed. I put my hand in. I assume it's gonna fucking attack me. Yeah. I'm gonna find and grab its scruff, which disables a cat. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm gonna hold him, scruff. You know, hold his bottom, give him some nice support. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to present the guy. You know, cat in a fucking barrel. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> so I want to have the cat. You know, all right, looking so presentable. Yeah, I, kn- I knock on the door. I wait for an answer. Yeah, it takes a few moments, and then there's some heavy thuds coming down a wooden staircase. A uh, door opens, and there's a, a dwarf standing before you. Takes a, a look up at you. Does this uh, dwarf look like a servant, or does he look like a noble? Looks like a merchant class, maybe, or, or um, some above a servant, below a noble. Greetings there, friend. I'm looking for Wilmington. Yeah, found him. I uh, ran into a friend of yours. Interesting. I'll come around the corner. I think. Can, can we come inside? I'll come around the corner with the cat held. You know, if you give me your name, I'll let you inside. Does he see the cat? Yeah, he sees the cat. Uh, He's a little concerned, but you know. My name's Captain Waterford. I ran upon the stranded ship of a Captain Starbuck. There's a note in there. References you. Come right on in. He throws open the door and gestures inside. All right, we come in. And then he yells, Starbuck, I think someone's found your cat. <laughs> He's alive? Aye, that he is. I can't believe the old bastard escaped. Um, and soon enough, someone comes thundering down the stairs. Uh, a human, uh, I a human woman door. with blonde the hair cat down. and a blue I shirt. I the cat down. Yeah. Uh, the cat, you know, hisses at you and then turns and like bounds up the stairs. And Starbuck and and the cat are reunited momentarily as the cat like purrs and runs around the ankles. Starbuck grabs the cat and holds it tight. Well, I wasn't expecting to find you alive. 
So nice I think I said woman. It's a man. Sorry. It's a it's a, oh, yeah, a man. Five eight hundred fifty six pounds. Didn't expect you to be alive, Starbuck. I didn't expect person. myself either. I thought I was dead out there, but blessed be the gods, for they have paved my way to greatness. Thank you, thank you so much for bringing bringing back Mamushi. Oh, of course. And squeezes the. Thanks for the notes. I may as might have stayed the night out there if it weren't for your warnings. Hmm. I assume you're here for the reward. Yes, well, also to return the car, of course. Uh, I, I, I tr tried to enamor him to myself, but he wasn't having it. Well, she wasn't having it, sorry. Feisty thing. I think it's uh, missing. You're missing you. And listen, between... I wasn't going to say anything, but I had to stop it from running away. I've been keeping it in somewhat unideal conditions while we've been sailing. I do apologize for that. I tried to do my best with it, but I didn't want to risk it getting away. Starbuck nods their head at you, um, accepting what you're saying. Not too, you know, the cat's here, the cat's alive. In the moment, that's all that matters. All the other details fade away. Maybe of if course. it was a, a less emotional thing that they would be more inquisitive about it. Um, and instead, they just trot back upstairs with a, hold on, I'll be right back. Um, and the dwarf down below sits. I tell the dwarf. Lovely place you've got here. Looks at Nilrum. Looks at you. you. Nod. Back at Nilrum. Stares hard at Nilrum and goes, Ain't you the rogue wizard that's been running around? I, we both turned to the dwarf wide-eyed. No, I'm nods a little bit. Mm. All right. We got, a, we got a problem? Well, I assume you're not here to fuck me up, are you? Of course no. not. I'm here to return the cut. Would, let me ask you, the man they say I am, would I have returned this cut? Would I have gone through all this trouble? Look at my face. Look at these scars. Look at my arms. They say not much about you other than you're wanted for murder, which is, you know, same thing they say about everyone that's wanted. So, yeah, well, drugs. If a man tries to enslave you and you kill him, does that make you a murderer? Look, yes. I try not to uh, get involved in other people's politics. Less time spent arguing with strangers, the better. Appreciate that, Wilmington. You're a good one. I slap whatever table's near me. This is why I like dwarves, you know? They don't fuck around. True. Way on your sleeves. You know where you stand with a dwarf. Yeah. Talk to a dwarf. <laughs> How'd you get on the island? Way. He says. The Inquisitor's got to... Walked across we, uh, the seas. We made land on the other side of the mountain. Yeah. Oof. Nasty bit of desert over there. No. Nothing a dwarf can't handle. <laughs> a few minutes later, down comes Captain Starbuck. Yeah. Um, a chest in tow and plops it on the ground, kicks it open before you, and it has got maybe 10,000 silver in it. Well... I did promise you the cat's wealth because I thought I wouldn't survive. But since I have, and since you don't need to care for the cats for the whole time, then I figure half the treasure is worth returning the cat to me rather than caring for it to the end of its days. Worth the trip out here, Starbuck. Appreciate it. And I, uh, I close the chest and... As, as you up. do so, oh, he winces hard. I really thought that was my farewell letter. Loathe to part with so much silver at this point, but a deal's a deal, and 
Captain Starbuck sticks by his word, no matter what it was, no matter how much he may regret it. Well, uh, you were a captain. Are you looking for a new ship? I've got my designs for a ship of my own. Thing is, Starbuck, uh, the letter said all the treasure, so, you know, don't try and guilt trip me on this. I'll take half, but... The letter also said you would be responsible for the cat, and here you are just dropping it off. That's, well, I'll take that's all not the full responsibility. The... If you'd I'll like, we can take the all the treasure and the cat. Yeah, exactly. No, no, half the treasure and I'll keep the cat. Square well. deal. Yeah. I, yeah. If I were that's a dishonest fine. man, I wouldn't even have told you this was half. Hell, I'd have given you just ten and told you it was all. Oh, I wouldn't have bought that. Well, have an issue. Uh, I'll, uh, <clears throat> 10,000 silver, more than enough. I'll take it. Thanks for doing business with you, with me. Uh, we appreciate times are tough, schedules are tight. Uh, I've got another stop to make, so I'm going to be on my way. I flick him a silver and tell him to buy the cat. You know, something nice. He makes a dex check to try and catch the silver. Catch it. Uh, and he catches it, nice. pockets it quickly, gives you a nod, uh, picks the cat back up. The dwarf opens uh, the door for you. Good luck out there. You, uh, you'll want to be getting out of town right fast. Yeah, as I'm walking, I turn around to him and I say, uh, yeah, Wilmington, Starbuck, if you guys ever need anything that uh, we could help you with, uh, I'm sure we'll be back here at some point. You mind if I stop in? Not at all. How would we go about getting in touch with you if we needed services from someone like you? Not so easy. Uh, I'll touch base at some point in the future. You need something, well, you'll find us. Well, I'll whisper to Captain Winters in his ear. We could tell him to contact uh, Lady Nightingale. Then we can I, get the message that way. I turn back to him say, hmm. How trustworthy are you two? They're dwarves. Well, he's a dwarf. I mean, I know who you are, and I'm not turning you in, says the Wilmington, to which Starbuck looks inquisitively, not understanding. You know, um, Flotsamile? Hi. We don't stay there, but we have a contact there. Uh, lady there, Nightingale. Leave a message with her. We'll get to us. Good. Well, All right. good luck, lads. May a, a stare bless your journey. And he makes a little triangle in the air. <laughs> of course, yeah. May this day and every other day going forward. Hmm. I'll uh, call over to the Captain Starbuck and give him like a rough, like, this is the island your sh your past ship is the closest to if you want to go get it. Mm -hmm. um, just give him a heads up on it. Yeah. yeah. He begins to tell you a story about how he like rode out past the kelp and we was got picked up by do, another ship. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You guys can head out. All right. Back uh, yeah. on the other side with the other characters. You guys are in your alleyway having a good time, chatting about this, chatting about magic and whatnot. When someone comes down the alleyway. It's just um you know, a drunken dwarf looking for a place to piss, right? So he just steps into the alley away from things, undoes his, you know, unbuttons the pants, whips out his junk, does his business, and, like, takes a side glance over towards you all and gives you a, 
Oi, how's it going, lads? I think you're muted, Jan. Oi, nice cock, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show, everybody. We'll catch you. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> he gives you a nod and goes, you're a bit, you're a bit tall. No, mate, you're just a bit drunk. You're saying things. That might be true. And he starts like doing the, the sideways walk coming down the building. So, you know, he's still peeing on the wall, but like getting a little bit closer <laughs> as he tries to make some conversation. <clears throat> I thought I, I knew all the, the biggins that live around here. You must be new or just stopping by. Why'd you leave the port? Oh, we're we're just here wandering around town, having a look at things and seeing how the, the small folk live. I've never met any dwarves before I came here. And uh, you guys seem all right. You guys seem great. It's pretty funny, your little house and everything. I'm really enjoying my time. Oi, piss off. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't think we meant, mean to offend you. It's just all new to us. But it's what do you mean? It's what do you mean? Piss? It's funny. What are you talking about? <laughs> little houses. I can hear the dis the tone difference in that. <laughs> Fucking. You have like little doors, little cups. It's hilarious. I don't know. What... Look, they not everything big... about me is as little as it is on you. He says with a like a hefting of his pants while he starts to button himself up, and he turns to start wagging his finger and start telling you off. And he stops, he looks from one, looks to the other, and goes, Oi, aren't you the Mad Fists? Huh? And you, aren't you that, that, uh, heretic? And then heretic. he realizes what he's saying, and he starts to back up. Oh, oi, look, oh, lads, Arch I didn't see nothing. I'm a... Oh, like, Archie's, Archie's ecstatic that he has a, that he has, like, a name, that he has, like, a... He's a mad fist. He thinks it's so cool. I'll, uh, uh, I'll be like, heretic. You you must have heard the news wrong. I'll make like I'll make like a little Astaire triangle. Like I'm a, I, I worship Astaire. There's no well, heresy here. Yeah, of course, of course you do, my lord. My, I was uh, like, like uh, come cleric, over here. Actually, I want to I want to hear more about the, the customs <clears throat> of the dwarven people who live here. I I've got uh, my business to attend, sir. Uh, good good luck uh, to both of you. And... Surely wait, 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 I'll like. Wait. Put my hand on his shoulder. I like walk up towards him and like go to put my hand on his shoulder. Yep. And uh, I'd be like, surely you'd want to get to know some new people in town. Uh, I've left my shop running and do it uh, needs some tending to. Do all dwarves get drunk at work? Is that like a dwarven custom? I mean, when you're a brewer. It comes with the business. Do I um do I get a chance to like notice why he's freaked out? Or I assume he knows because he thinks we're the guys, but I don't actually need to perception check that. Yeah, I mean he called you the uh, renegade the, the heretic, so that's gotta be it, right? Um, tell, tell me more about the mad fist. What did you hear about him? He, he sounds he sounds cool as fuck, no? Uh the, you know, there's just a name I heard about a man who with uh, brass knuckles who beats people to death. Yeah. And, oh, you know, they, I think I heard. Go ahead. Did, did they say anything about like him, like looking cool as he beats him to death, or like any special things about like his punches or anything? Or 
He's called the Mad Fist because, you know, when he starts beating people, he goes into a blind rage and starts smashing things together. But you, you couldn't be him. He was not nearly as handsome as you. I don't know about blind rage. You know, punching people, that's that's more of an art than, than a rage. It requires a lot yeah, of, you know, fortitude. I, I, I didn't come up with the name, sir. I, I'm just repeating what people have said. I've never met the Mad Fister myself. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess you haven't, huh? But like, right. if if you if if you if you if you had met him, like, would you would you want him to show you how like cool his punches are? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, if I if I met the Mad Fists, um, I would. Let me show you what I would do. He says. And he like takes his hat and he goes. I would raise my hat to him, say, uh, "How do you do?" And then like this, I would turn around and I would walk away starts to walk away. Would you guys let him go? Archie, what would what would the captain do if he was recognized in town? Archie has to think about this for a while, so he might get a little further away during this. Um I, I, I think I think he would he would he would tell him that that's not him. He would make up like a cool fake name and like a story and maybe talk to him for a little bit, you know? Yeah, should we, should we stop him? Because I think this could be a problem for us. I mean, I mean, he said he doesn't think that it's me, right? Um, but what if he what if he's lying? That's really bad for us, right? Oh, I think we should. wait, yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's stop him. Okay, let's, let's go. Let's, let's go. Stop him. Man. <laughs> uh, you can. I'll be like walk around the alley because he's you know walked to the edge. He started to go to the side. He's just around the corner. Uh, and I'll you like can yank him back in. Yeah, give me a just a roll to hit at you know plus two for back attack. His back is two oh. as you could try and grab him. Sure, sure, sure. Easy peasy. You grab hold of the door. Give me a strength check to drag him back. He's got three plus five plus five. He's got thirteen 34. strength, and there's no way he can beat that. Um, he puts up a, a weak resistance and you just drag him into the alley. Uh, yes? You know, if we were the heretic and the what was insane fister? Was the mad fist. The mad fist. Yeah, if we were that guy, you know, if someone recognized us in town, I like prompt Archie to like do he'll, that. He'll, he'll do that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yes. No, I don't think that would end well for him. If we, if we, if we were, if we were those guys, you know, I heard. I, I don't know if it's true. I heard that if he punches you, your head explodes. Really? Definitely, definitely have heard that. Can he make my ex-wife's head explode? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we could definitely do. That. I mean, they could definitely could, do that. He could make anyone's head explode. Oh, it's a, a, a useful thing. Thank, thank the gods, all of them, that you're uh, not the Mad Fists or the Heretic. Um, yeah, um, we, we we haven't we haven't we haven't introduced ourselves yet, have we? I, I can't remember. I'm uh. 
Um, I'll think for a long time about this. <laughs> I'll I'll wait patiently for Archie to give his name. <laughs> Archie. <laughs> Archie, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Talent. Pleasure. And you? He says, looking to the the sail. Um. Oh, you know. My name is uh. Is, uh, oh, you know, I forgot. I forgot what my own name is. What would you like to call me? Uh, <laughs> the kind-hearted man in the alley. That's definitely not my intent here. Because I think you're going to go tell on us, aren't you? You're going to go tell the man with the hat that sees bad people about us, aren't you? Willpower check for the dwarf. <laughs> Takes a deep breath, steadies his feet, looks you in the eye and goes, you're right. Look, I'm not normally a coward. I'm just a little afraid, but you're absolutely right. I was planning on going and telling the Inquisitor I had seen the two of you here in this alley. Lord Astaire gives me wisdom and guidance, tells me to always be truthful, even if it means hard times for myself. But so I'm giving you, you the God's honest truth. You told us you didn't think we were those guys. I'll turn to Archie and be like, Archie, you know what we do to liars in our crew? Um. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do know. I'll, I'll crack my knuckles again. <laughs> Say, I think, I think this guy needs to be punished as a liar. You're right. A drinking contest. Um... No? Ah. No. How about a demonstration of my own mad fists, then? If you can... If you can beat Archie in an arm wrestle, Barchie. we won't kill you. He oh, aims Barchie. a fist for your crotch, Sale. Oh, okay. It's a wild miss. I'm going to try to, like, grab him. I told him. you it's from art. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. try to grab him around the neck and, like, cover his mouth. Uh, give Here, me an attack roll against AC-10. High ground? Because <clears throat> he's not a dwarf? No, you don't get high ground just because you're taller than someone. <laughs> not a problem. You grab the dwarf. You can uh, put a hand over his mouth even. Archie, what are you going to do? Here, listen. Let me show you. It, it's all about the form. It's all about the swing, okay? It, don't think about your <gasps> fist. Don't think about your arm. You gotta think about your body, about your form, okay? Your guide, your body is guiding. It's kind of like rowing. Your entire body <laughs> is guiding your movement. It's it's not just there. There's a lot of finesse that goes into this, you know. Give Here, me a strength me check, potato. Like, while either... Archie talks, on the dwarf resists. <laughs> sure. Oh, he fails. You, all you gotta do is beat me to twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me let me show you. Can you uh, hold me against the wall real quick? Yeah, I'll like. I, I don't know how that would, like, physically work, but I'll, like, try to beat Archie's demand, but, like, mm-hmm. somehow, like, press his head against the wall. Yeah. Does he get plus Hand four? Hand on the face. Or she'll, yeah, plus four to hit because he's being held like this. He's still resisting. He's not entirely um, incapacitated, so just the plus four. So so it's about it's about the, the lean back that's important, right? He's an artist. And, and, the, and you, you got to wind up 
take the breath before you swing, and then just <laughs> let it go. You crack him in the chest. Oof. Roll me damage. And he goes down in a heap with a couple of cracked ribs. You can tell right away, Sale, as a trained um, first, uh, as a trained medic, that he's not dead. He's at zero, and if left alone, he will recover. Although you know he's got some broken ribs. Oh, that was fun, Archie. That was uh. Do, do you I think, think he learned I, something? I, I think he learned the value of telling the truth. I'm not lying. You know, you know, I, I, I like, I like doing these. Like, I like explaining my craft to people. Do you think maybe little, little Bobby would enjoy having a little like training session with me? Yeah, I think you could actually maybe train him to like fight like you. Yeah. <clears throat> Imagine the two of you guys having this conversation as you walk out of the alleyway, leaving the yeah. dwarf unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. The party will inevitably meet back up. And At the yeah. I think that's what we call it. Yeah, I mean, I think we spend one. I mean, I'm tempted to leave the town and camp elsewhere, but if we can avoid running into the innkeeper, I think we can just sleep here and leave at first light in the morning. But I think mm -hmm. we can do that next time. Yeah, sure. let's do it next week. Great. Yep. Then that will wrap us up for this week. We will be back next week with more Tides of Death. Remember to go to the Reddit thread at r slash koibu. Leave yes. feedback. Yeah. Bye -bye. Please do. There also something else that we tried to say at the last break, but I cut you off. Oh yeah, remember to use your Twitch Prime. It's, if you're not using it, it's, you're losing money. Just click subscribe. See if it says subscribe for free anywhere. It's free. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. There you go. Cool. We'll catch Thanks you guys next for week. Yep. yep. Bye bye. Bye. -bye.